Hello, you're listening to Reviewing History, your comedy history podcast. I'm filmmaker and teacher Brian Rupert, joined here by... As always, Stephen Dagmacker. And... Angie. Hi. And we have a very special guest. The king. Uh, the one and only... The chief. Walt Flanagan. The boss. There he is. Hello. Our boss is here. Thank you. <laughs> Hi, Walt. Performance Hello. review Hello. is expected. <laughs> How's things? Good. How are you guys? Good. Swell. So, have you here for a specific purpose. We're doing a movie. But also, we have our Christmas album coming out. I wanted to get as many eyes as possible on the episode. So I yeah, figured, yeah. you know, Walt Flanagan could bring in the eyes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it's more than usual, usually. So, um, so anybody can check it out on Bandcamp dropping this Black Friday, which is in like two days. Uh, our first Christmas album is coming out. This ain't no whack Christmas. Playing a bunch of games. It's inspired by the Tell em Steve Dave Christmas pods. Hold up the shirt. Hold yeah, it we up. got we got merch on the website with the yeah, album cover. If you want to buy it, it's limited. <laughs> <laughs> That's when awesome. We, when we say "Don me now," our gay apparel, we mean that's it literally. Yeah. <laughs> gay apparel. yeah. And where can you find it? Uh, that's on our website, reviewing yep. history pod. The album will be on Bandcamp.com. Oh, okay. This I'll shirt, link that on the website. The shirt too. and um, the shirt and sweatshirt go away. December 26th. Yes. They're never coming back. Limited time. Okay, yeah. you're vaulting them. These By are now. Yeah. By now. The album will always be available. Half of uh, the album, all the sales are go is going to St. Jude's. Oh, the really? Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. So it's five bucks. Half of everything is going to St. Jude's. Do they know? Does St. Jude know? Yeah. No, I don't think they care about, no. you know, getting they, maybe They're going to get maybe bucks. five bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Didn't you steal the idea cut. from Walt? <laughs> Uh, the Christmas pod idea. Oh, it's a total ripoff of Tom Steve Dave's Christmases. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. no. There's plenty of room. It's Christmas. Yeah. 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 I mean, I like honestly, everything Tom Steve Dave does, the Christmas pods are by far my favorite thing, like forever. Every Black Friday, I start a full re listen to them. <laughs> I have re listened to them countless times. Well, so. yeah, don't, if history has shown me. Don't get your hopes up that you like to get a big response from St. Jude's because I, we we donated a ton of money to an orphanage and we didn't even get a thank you card. <laughs> nothing. $5,000 and nothing. Somehow I don't foresee St. Jude getting five grand. Yeah, I don't think our $25 is going to do a dent. So. <laughs> well, if there's one thing that you can never accuse cancer kids of being, it's grateful. <laughs> so. <laughs> Wait a minute, is St. Jude's the uh, with the uh, that that kid with Alec? Alec? No, I think that's Shriner. Oh, oh yeah, fuck. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, St. Jude is um, they're the the big cancer kids charity. No, I don't it's think it's a they worthy have a cause. Yeah, yeah. But oh, so you guys? Well, need one. Wait, who's who does the adorable blanket kid go to? Alec, Alec, Alec. Yeah. Shriners, yeah. the Shriners hospital. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, get this adorable blanket. So. Yeah, they need um, they need to find a spokesperson. I think. I think it should be you, you Brian. You Me? Those, yeah. Those, those a fat, boots. fat guy <laughs> approaching middle age. Yes. That that'll speak to Saint Jude. Well, that's what people want to see. Who only gives. Yeah. <laughs> Only gives half the money to donation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who was trying to con people I into getting all all the extra cash? I've always been upfront about it. Being 50 /50. It's not a con. But um, I asked you what movie you wanted to do, and I sent you a bunch of suggestions. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, and what, I, what were some of those yeah, suggestions? What were some? What, what were some? Oh, yeah, do you what, have that? What yeah. did Brian try to force on you? Yeah, yeah. I, I tried to. He pick, likes to do this. I tried to pick things that I thought Walt would kind of be interested in his wheelhouse because mm-hmm, yeah. he likes um, a lot of like '60s, '70s stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, I sent him a bunch of different movies and trailers. So let me see if I could find it. Sure. Uh, okay. So I suggested The Dirt. That was okay. the first one. Uh-huh. Uh, I suggested Dragon, the Bruce Lee story. Okay. About Bruce Lee. Oh, that's, that would have been interesting. I, sugge- I suggested Walking Tall, uh, the 1973. The Rock? Oh. The, the 1973 version or the Rock version. What's um, that about? That's a real story. That's a real story, yeah. Um, oh. this it, I want to do it eventually. It's about this dude... Who like kind of fights corruption in a town and beats people? That's what a big two by four. No, oh, okay. Yeah, um, close to close to Walt's. A man of peace really. too. I believe he was too. Right? <laughs> I, I think so. I think I'm Billy a man Jack of is peace. Like, oh, based on that shit. I'm yeah, done yeah. killing. I'm gonna take this foot and kick you on that side of your face. Oh man. Yeah, uh, Klondike Fever. Uh, that's about it's Jack about the bar. London and uh, Angie Dickinson is in it. No. Oh. Well, yeah. I like, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't she, know was she was in Death in Hunt. That. Yeah, she is in yeah. Death Hunt. Have you ever seen Death Hunt? No. Uh, the only the only feature film I think I ever saw in Angie Dickinson is Dressed to Kill. The, oh, that's right. She is in that. She's in the opening, right? She's yeah. a Bond girl? No. Uh, that Dressed to Kill is a Brian De Palma movie. It's like a thriller. It's like a Hitchcock. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking off. it's a Kiss album. <laughs> <laughs> Death Hunt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I... I I su- I know you like Angie Dickinson. She's policewoman, right? Yeah, yeah. That was like a favorite show of yours. Well, or? that was yeah. That's 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 what like made me realize that I was uh, a full blooded all American boy was when I saw <laughs> ah. policewoman and Angie Dickinson in her when she was like you know undercover as a as a streetwalker or you know that's what i was like i, I like this show i, I don't wanna, know why i don't want to watch this show every you, night you weren't a marsha brady man um no i liked i liked uh women in their like 50s it's, that makes yeah, sense that's yeah. that's as a, as a, <laughs> <laughs> i really like mary tyler moore yeah. angie dickinson yeah, there you go yeah. Nothing says hot like <laughs> menopause. She puts the hot in hot flash. I guess better to go up than down, huh? Um, I also suggested Young Guns. That was I the Bon Jovi uh, flick? Uh, yeah, he did the oh, song. Oh, it's Bon Jovi. Mm-hmm. He plays the glory, right? Plays the glory, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I suggested The Blind Side. Yeah, football movie. <laughs> yeah, football we had done movie. the football movie previously. That's why. Yeah, that's why I decided I didn't want to go too football heavy. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I also suggested the fighter, and I was like, "But those are just suggestions." Right. So. And the dirt was the one that. Are you a Motley Crue fan? Yeah, yeah. Crew fan? Okay. I, I was a massive, all in, mega Motley Crue fan from when that from that second album uh-huh. until uh, Theater of Pain, which would probably be 85, 86. So, oh, oh, so you got oh, like to feel good. Uh, I liked, I liked that single Dr. Feelgood, uh-huh. but it was shout at the devil and, uh, too fast for love. Sure. Where, too young to fall in love. Great track. Yeah. Yeah. That side two of shout <laughs> at the devil is, is still one of my all time favorite, uh, favorite albums. Really? Okay. Yeah, now here's the real two. question. Saints of Los Angeles. What do you think of it? No. <laughs> Does anybody really yeah. like that? I think Do it's not like bad. I think it's not bad. Oh, the whole album? I've never heard the whole album. We I just know the song. We are the I just know that we got 
so much mileage out of that song when it came out, making fun of it. Oh, yeah. yeah but yeah, yeah. I love it now. I think it's great. <laughs> <laughs> how, did you, um, how did you discover Crew? It was like you heard him on the radio? So, or? yeah, it's 1983, and MTV is brand new, and they show that video, Looks That Kill. Mm. Okay. Jeez. And they somewhat remind me of Kiss. Sure. And Kiss is, Kiss is on the downwards uh, slope of yeah. their career in, in, the, in the early 80s like this. And there's three or four, you know, guys who kind of look like they're going for that vibe. Not fully. What, they don't have the makeup on anything. But Mick Mars has the yeah. somewhat of a... Well, they're definitely theatrical. Yeah. And yeah. they have these... Which I loved, although in the movie it looked ridiculous, was these post-apocalyptic mm -hmm. outfits. Yeah. Where they look like they just stepped off the set of The Road Warrior. <laughs> it's yeah. very similar to the Lick It Up video as far as visuals. That music video? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because Lick the Lick It Up yeah. video is just them walk, kiss walking around like a garbage dump. <laughs> and they filmed that in Queens. <laughs> Did they really? Yeah, yeah, yeah garbage yeah. dump. Yeah. There's, yeah. A right. bunch of, there's a bunch of girls like drinking garbage juice. It's weird <laughs> and gross. Yeah, but um, I, I love those outfits, though. And I'll, I'll, like I said, in the movie, they don't look as cool as they did in 1983, but they would abandon that look and really go a lot glam. more glam. And then and they, every subsequent album release got a little bit more poppier and poppier. And, 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 you know, they were, they put the pentagrams and shit on the album covers. I love that as like a, they were very grader. cool. I kind of consider them to be the glam band of, of the all really? they invented the genre as far as I, I'm you concerned. You think so? Really? Yeah. Sure. No, well, I mean, obviously there's influences all over. He's got things like the New York dolls and kiss, kiss and Van, yeah. Van Halen's obviously the biggest, you know, influence on them, I think. Um, on crew, yeah. Wouldn't you agree? I, uh, I honestly see a lot of Kiss. Like, well, yeah, there's all the They claim to hate Kiss now, but I think that's just because they personally have like have like <laughs> feuds with them. Kiss fan. Yeah, there's no doubt yeah. about it. And he's even got the album in his room in the movie. In the movie yeah. Um, but I think it's I think it's Van Halen, and I think there's actually a little rainbow and specifically Richie Blackmore on Mick Mars. Like if you listen to Livewire, to me it sounds like uh, Light in the Black. Well, it's almost like okay. identical. I gotta play them side by side now. Um do you like Rainbow? I like some songs of Rainbow, yeah. yeah. I, I think though, like you if you're gonna put the uh, Mount Rushmore of hair bands. Hair bands, it's it's crew, crew is up there. Crew, yeah. poison, yep. maybe like Cinderella. Van Halen. Jovi. I don't think I think Van Halen kind of predates it a little bit. Really? You wouldn't count them as a glam band? Well, what do you Lee think? You were there. Around. We weren't there. We're, we're I, doing this I in do not think, I do not consider uh, Van Halen a hair metal band. Okay. No. What about Queen? No. no absolutely no, not. No, 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 not no. Even They're close. a glam no. band. They're not a hair band. Uh, yeah. They would play yeah. glam. Yeah, I could okay. see it. Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi would be yeah. on that Mount Rushmore of yeah. hair metal. Yeah. Uh, Def Leppard? Mm, kind of. Europe? Europe, definitely. Only one song, though. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of true. So about like Warrant. Skid Row? Warrant just felt like a, a clone of Poison just trying to be Poison mm. so badly. Scorpions are. Scorpions are before. And Scorpions yeah, are metal. 60s, Scorpions right? are real. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Scorpions have too much respect too in this much table. Respect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't even sound like that. They weren't one of those bands. No, I don't think the Scorpions. They were just around in the 80s and they had hits. So people lump it in. Lump it in. They had a ballad or two. You know. Yeah. Wind yeah. of Change. Yeah. 
That was okay. in the that was in the nineties though, I think. Would you consider Skid Row a hair metal band? Yes. yes. Okay. Maybe the last one. Because yeah, they, they didn't come out until like 89, 90. Hmm. And Warren had cherry pie, which was That's a big Yeah. yeah. It's killed them. Well, <laughs> grunge killed all of it. Did you get on board with grunge? Yeah. You did. Yeah, I, I felt it was a a much needed turn from the uh the, from the poppy you know sugary ballads that every hair metal band was trying mm -hmm. to put out and chase you know home sweet home with and, yes and it really was uh gloomy and depressing and i i resonated towards that even though i'm not really gloomy yeah. i like those kind of that kind of music and those mm -hmm. kind of lyrics more so than like let's party let's fuck let's drink yeah. let's do coke and it's just like your favorite band's kiss yeah. <laughs> I, I actually have a question for you. So you were younger, like listening to Kiss and all this. You never like picked up a guitar and tried playing? Like it never No, it, music to me felt like a foreign language. I like I couldn't I still think of it as like I don't know how a person can sit down and write a song. It it feels like you'll be trying to learn a different language. Like rocket science. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like and when like it's like somebody play, well, how can you draw a picture or how can you paint a picture? It's to me, it's like that with music. It's like, how defunct can you sit down and create an original a song? You know, it, to me, it's, it's, it was beyond me. And I, I felt that I, I could never really Even do as it. as a young age. No. Because you're like a creative guy. So I'm surprised that you never like, like tried you know oh, we had music you know music class uh -huh. and even in music class i was like the, the terminology and everything was just it was just too much for me to grasp i could never really get into it and fully understand it okay yeah. so it was you were just like yeah this is never happening no no never i could i would love to have done it try, or tried it uh i i you know I, people would ask me to draw for their for their bands, you know, their, their metal, metal bands. Yeah. And uh, you made a couple logos in your day. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I worked <laughs> on some bands that never, you know, never did anything, mm -hmm. but they would send me their, their, their titles of their songs with the lyrics so I could figure out what they were into and everything. Mm -hmm. And I would always be like, man, I would like to write some of these lyrics. I think I could do it. Yeah. But I never really sat down and did it though. You did like one where you spoke about it on the tell them Steve Dave once. Uh, fuck. I've seen people post the shirt. Oh, Demonacy. Demonacy, yeah. yeah. With an A, Demonacy with an A. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like an Italian family last time. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Joey Demonacy's coming over tomorrow. I have a good fucking time. Yeah, I drew a <laughs> My mother's making sauce. I, <laughs> I drew a picture. It was all it was all black and white artwork of a of like a really ancient Pope, like, you know, like shriveled up prune of a Pope with no clothes on, but he had a demonic Pope hat <laughs> and he was sewing the heads together of, of two victims um, that were also nude. <laughs> and uh, I remember giving it to the guy and the lead singer and he was blown away and he was just like, oh dude, I love this. Like he was so happy with it. But it, it, like his only caveat was he called me later at night. He's like, you know, I showed it to all my friends and they're like, uh, could you put clothes on everybody? Because I think we're a gay band. <laughs> and I was like, well, fucking nudity is sinister. I go, like, that makes it more demonic. Yeah, I go, yeah, we have this. It's sinister. It's not gay. <laughs> that is That's funny. That is good. All right. So you want to dive into the movie? Sure. sure. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's, let's do I, it. I had seen it before. Yeah. You had seen it before. I too, saw right? it before, yeah. 
This is my first watch, and if there's one thing you should know about me is I do not like the glam scene. I don't like the hair metal scene. So I was never a fan of crew or any of those other bands. You don't like any of the party stuff. I really don't. I I, I think it's a wasted talent when you do that. Because I I like my music to have a little more depth than just like we're going to drink and, you know, Mm -hmm. do this. And that's all this was. What is your go-to classic metal? Like Maiden. I know you love your you love your metal. I love so. my Maiden. Yes. You know, I like uh So that would be something you would point to if you're like, I like my music with a little bit more depth. You would point to as an example of being Maiden then? Around that era. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause also like when you when they said like when the grunge scene hit, parallel, well not even parallel to that, but underneath the grunge scene, there's a huge like underground, un- underground extreme metal movement that's like well, thr- starting. Thrash had been going Thrash for years is, at that Slayer point. You have going yeah. on. You have Venom going on. Um, and then death metal was brand death metal new. Hitting. Yeah, you have in the, in the 90s, you have death come out, which is like, yeah, this is good. They do. Actually, they're doing the covers of the 80s. Yeah. yeah. They're doing covers of, of like glam metal songs. Like, like they're doing mm-hmm. covers of Priest songs and they're elevating everything. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of gear a little bit more towards that. So when they say like, this is Motley Crue, the most extreme band ever to walk the face of the earth. I'm like, <sighs> yeah, you know, it's interesting you Man say that. They killed each other. Because <laughs> like, obviously, talking about? as far as like the general public is concerned, metal in the 80s is the glam that, scene. Yeah. That's what everybody yes. knows. That's what people care about. But you have like candle masses. Slayer is raining blood on the audience. Right. Physically rain, putting blood on But even, even like a lesser known thing is like candle mass. Epicus, Doomicus, Metallicus is what? Fucking 1985? Yes. It's like the height of this shit. Yes. So, They're burning churches. They're, well, that's the black metal scene, like, but that's a little later. That's a little later. Yeah. But like, but still in the 90s, you still have those bands around. You still have crew, right. like, you know, putting out the, Dio was still on top of the world, too. Yeah. You know, you've yeah. got the the old guard still going, putting out like what would be considered true they have, metal. They have Ozzy in this movie. Yeah. Ozzy. You know, Sabbath exists. Right. Man you know, of War. If, yeah. When you ask, what's, what's my classic metal? Sabbath. Man. Yeah. yeah. Like that kind of era stuff. Right. That's 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 my forte. So seeing this and seeing like the intro, the, I think I was like, I texted them. I'm 72 seconds in. Please tell me this gets better. <laughs> I like the movie. I think it's I good. I think it's fun. And I actually yeah. respect the scene. Are you like, talking about the, the party scene? The opening. Yeah. The opening scene. You weren't. See, that's what got me was like, wow, they're actually trying something. Like I thought the the makers of the movie were actually trying something more than just like setting up a camera. And they were trying to do do a little bit more artistic representation. Like I like the way that it everything it's panned moving, out. Yeah. yeah, I thought there was a little bit of ambition so here. The op- I, right the off the bat, scene, I thought. I'm sorry. The, the, the opening scene is a party. Yeah. Yeah. And Tommy Lee eats out his girlfriend and she squirts. She squirts across the room. And they're all freaking out like, this is awesome. So I found out yeah. that the yeah. band insisted that that be in the movie. It was the, like, they, the movie <laughs> didn't get made from 2006 yeah. until 2019 because they said, if this scene is not in the movie. The movie will not be well, made. The movie will not yes. be made. Molly Crew demanded that be in the film. And I think that's just a testament of why I hate it. <laughs> it's like, you pretentious assholes. No, but it's How, great. I, it, it's uh, so because uh, that's their reputation because you want to have a girl squirt that like come on man. Motley Crue is supposed to be divide. the most shocking debaucherous band ever, right? They're not, they're not. That's as far problem. as party and antics, they might be. Yeah, maybe as for party. Yes, they partied hard. 
I get it. But they're not the only, they're not like the pinnacle of partying. People party hard. It's what, what Andrew WK? Well, he, he lives. <laughs> <laughs> they're the American metal party. Listen, band. I get it. They're rock, they're, it's, it's rock and roll. It's sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Yeah, they're the epitome uh, of that. This movie really portrayed that very well, but it lacked anything else. It really did. I, Which we'll get into. I feel like it's a good portrait of like them. You know, it's pretty it's good. Little, I, I actually think it's, think it's nicer to the band. Too nice, yeah. too nice to them. Yes. Yeah, I like Tommy to Lee is them. more of a piece of shit than the movie makes yeah. him out to be. He's a saint on earth. He's <laughs> <laughs> just a lover who wants to just be. I'm just a weak lover. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> they they completely removed Pamela Anderson from the story. Yeah, they oh, just erased yeah. that. Bit. I think <laughs> they were scared of being sued. Probably I mean, there was a lot. Well, then they made that other movie about Pam and Tommy, right? Recently, yeah, it was yeah. on uh, Hulu. It was a series. I didn't see it though. No, but we'll, we'll get into. A... Had you seen the movie before, Walt? Before no, this? I watched oh. it three days ago. So, what made you skip it? Because if you're a big fan, obviously, I would have thought you'd run out to see this. Uh, I did have Netflix. Oh. Did you know it existed? I knew it existed, okay. and like I said, I. I was like all in. I had T-shirts. I bought the, the, you know, the tapes, everything. But when Theater of Pain came out, it kind of like dulled you were done. my interest in it. And then, you know, I, but I was still appreciate because I think, you know, Girls, Girls, Girls is mm-hmm. a, it's a good song. I mean, you, song. you, you, you can't it, find a better strip club no. song. That's for sure. <laughs> I, mean, I, I can't imagine you can, but. And, <laughs> And like I said, I would hear the radio hits. I think yeah. that's what you mentioned, like other bands like Mayhem and everything. I don't think they ever wanted to be that, though. They right. wanted to no, they wanted to no. be a radio hit machine. They wanted band. money. Yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah. you could be Mayhem. Yes. You're not going to make the money Motley Crue's going to make. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they wanted no. every, they yes. wanted everything, including popularity. And and I don't I mean, yes, I'm sure Mayhem got their fair share of girls. But not on the same level as these guys oh, who no. are so that's pretty. What, that's what of they were all not. about. They're, yeah. like they're grabbing A-list life. actresses. Yeah. Yeah. Their entire yeah. life. Yeah. Heather Lockyer. How can we get women? That's their entire Imagine life. Imagine dead with Heather Lockyer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like Fark isn't walking in. Fark isn't walking into the Playboy Mansion. No, no. He might have. No, I get that. This is not my scene. I think that's why I kind of like geared towards not liking that kind of scene because that's what it's about right it's not like we're not we're, we're gonna make great music and it's gonna be great it's like how can we make the most money and get the most girls out of this and it's like yeah if that's what you're gonna do and like sure i can respect it but i don't have to like it you i think I, mean? I think though not, what you would have to say what's the percentage of bands who get in for that those two reasons so solely that's so oh, yeah yeah especially back then i think that's that was way thing. more the uh driving force than say right yeah even 10 years if after that. If a band that, was right. this big now, like on the Motley Crue level, they could not do the shit Motley Crue does. No, not with they cell phones They would be me too so fast. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. Like, it's a different climate. Yeah, you but, just, you you know. It couldn't exist anymore. Yeah. But you get like, and that's a, that's the other thing that kind of was like, oh, I, I get it. They, they want to be, they want to put on the best stage show, the bigger stage show. They want to have the fireworks, the lights, the, the loud music. We want to play lo- louder and faster than everyone else, a.k.a. they just want to be Kiss. 
<laughs> they just want to be kissed. That's all they were. They're I, just a harder version yeah. of kiss. So, so about that. So in the movie, there's a there's a moment where kiss gets brought up, and one of them says, "We hate kiss." Yeah, right. right. Which what are you talking about? You're I flat out do you're not believe you. Yeah. You are a fucking liar. I don't like. Kiss and I like kiss. Mot- <laughs> you're, you cannot pay. You cannot tell me that Motley Crue didn't love kiss. Yeah, they don't like creatures of the night. So, yeah. <laughs> so I, I looked into it. Right. It's specifically in real life. Mick Mars hates Kiss. Maybe. Nikki Six grew up a Kiss fan yeah. 100%. Like there's it's no, open. There's no way Vince doesn't adore Paul Stanley. <laughs> right, right, you know, right. He's doing there's the no action. fucking He's doing way. the same moves. <laughs> but anyway, back to the opening scene. So that girl that's squirting is based on a real life girlfriend Tommy Lee had. And that yes. was like her party trick. Yes. Her name was Bullwinkle. That's what they yes. called her. Oh, what a shitty nickname. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Not flattering. No. Uh, and then we flash to Nikki as a kid. And, you know, we see the Kiss album in the room. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, we find out about his father being like a piece of crap and he leaves and all that. Yeah, he's you know? yeah. His father leaves. His mother's shitty. Yeah. He calls the cops on her. Yeah. Well, he stabs himself and calls the cops on. His right. Mother. And supposedly this is all That's true. a real story. Apparently. Yeah. If you believe Nikki six. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I can't. Uh, is his mother still around to discount it? Or, I doubt it. I, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I I feel it had to be. There's some truth in there somewhere. He uh, was definitely a troubled kid. <laughs> and that, that makes sense. You know, it, usually if you get into that world, especially in this time of year and the location, you're, you're in like the heart of. You know, that movement, the glam movement and the hair movement. Yeah. And you're a troubled kid. You're going to you're just going right to it. He becomes a rocker. There's there's all these stories about him, like um, like living with prostitutes, bunking with them, hiding in closets like he's crowd surfing for years. Eventually, he becomes a bassist and he's in a band London. Have you guys ever seen a documentary from the 80s called The Decline of Western Civilization? Part two of the metal years. Now, this is. Essentially, a hit piece on glam metal. Is like, it Paul Stanley in it? Yes, like he's in Paul's in it. Jean's in it. Jean's Jean does all his interviews from like the ladies' underwear section of a department store. <laughs> okay. Ozzy's cooking breakfast and he's all fucked up and keeps pouring juice on the oven and shit. <laughs> it's actually a great watch. Um, <laughs> Sounds fun. It's awesome, <laughs> but all the stories you hear in that match up well with like what's being portrayed on the scene. Like you got the Rainbow Room and the mm-hmm. fucking all that LA scene where you had all these yeah. bands that were trying to make it and most of them don't. And they end up like being homeless guys and like depending on their girlfriends to like work for them and feed them. And that's kind of what Nikki six seems to have gone through in his early years. Yeah. Especially Mick Mars, who's like 10 years older. Yeah. yeah. You know, like he's already jaded. Mm-hmm. So in the movie, Nikki six is, uh, you know, he's in a band London. They break up. Tommy Lee has the most perfect, beautiful family life. Loving family, loving <laughs> life. Just everything is great. Dad, it's like leave it to be. Dad is into it. Like, it. oh, yeah. nice job, Tommy. Yeah. Go, Good Tom. job drumming, son. <laughs> you go have sex with more of those ladies. Way to go, kid. So Tommy Lee uh, goes to the show, and then in the movie he sees Nikki Six at a Denny's. Yeah, and he goes yeah. over and like. They decide to jam together. Mm-hmm. In real life, that's not what happened. No, it's a it's slightly different. So yeah. Tommy Lee was in another band called Sweet Nineteen. Yes, which they bring up <laughs> later in the movie. Yep. Well, that's what Mick Morris says. I know. And, <laughs> 
And uh, the Denny's thing was planned. Like London had broken up and yeah. he had seen Tommy drumming with Sweet 19 and was like, hey, let's start a band. So they yeah. they met up together. Exactly. It's not like he didn't go over to him like a fanboy. Yeah. Like, yeah, it wasn't that embarrassing. I know you. They just portray Tommy as like, He's just starry-eyed, leave-it-to-beaver so kind of kid. Like, He's like the nicest guy in the world. Who ends up domestically abusing and spending six months in jail oh, because I, he beat I, up Pamela Anderson. I can't, <laughs> I can't wait to talk about this. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely a move to make him the most pure-hearted soul that ever walked the planet. Right. Like so naive, almost innocently <laughs> naive of what he's of this journey he's going to take. And <laughs> Yeah, like he was, it was ridiculous though. How he's the nice guy. Yeah, it was. It yeah. was bad. I th I didn't think the acting was good in the entire movie. I thought that was everybody's. Nope. Everybody's performance was on a level that I expected was, and probably why I wasn't that keen to watch it because I felt it probably would be that level. But I will say, all the actors who portrayed the band really put in their homework and diligence on the physical. Yes. Portion of them good. on the yes. stage, the way they moved, yeah. the way they performed on stage. It was really, it, it took, it took me back about how well they had, you know, at least tried to look like them physically, not just the way they look, but mm -hmm. the way they moved. The movements. Yeah. 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 And I think the, the, uh, the best guy, uh, is the one who was in. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Ramsey Bolton playing yes. Mick Mars. Yeah. Playing yeah. Mick. He was <laughs> like the, the most evil guy in Game of Thrones. Right? He's the best performance in this movie. Even the narrator wasn't good. Like the, well, the narrator was all of them. It would just switch. Yeah. What did yeah. you think of the guy who well, played Nikki Six? I I thought see, I, I thought he did the best job. He portrayed Nikki Six very well. Yeah. But I don't think he was the best actor. I didn't he think was probably the second best. I think Tom, the only guy who wasn't very good is the guy who Machine played Gun Tommy Kelly. Lee. Oh, that's, that's a rapper, that's right? Machine nope, Gun Kelly. That's a that's a rock esque guy. Well, no, he was a rapper. I don't so, know anything uh, about him. So I, I was waiting about to talk this about this. Machine, You're gonna love him. Yeah. Machine Gun <laughs> Kelly was a rapper. He had uh -huh. like, you know, a decent career. And in like 2012, he made a comment about Eminem's daughter calling her hot. Kim? Not Kim. Uh, Haley. Haley. Eminem, like, hot, didn't say anything. And Eminem owns a radio station and wouldn't play Machine Gun Kelly. Shade 45. Yeah. Machine Gun Kelly, like, bitched about Eminem not putting him on and then made, like, a diss track about M. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I just got to get this straight. So, yeah. Kelly makes a comment about his daughter, about Eminem's daughter. Yep. Eminem won't play him on the radio. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And Machine now Eminem makes, makes a fuck you track. An insult yeah. track. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Eminem doesn't fully respond. He has like one line in like a song that's like a throwaway thing, like as like a dig it uh, machine gun. Well, there's no reason for Eminem to fight this, to get in a battle with this yeah. guy because he's under him. So then that's like Howard Stern attacking exactly. you so then, <laughs> right, yeah. then the guy machine gun makes another track attacking eminem okay. and now eminem is like fuck you enough's enough and he puts out what like is considered by some to be one of the most brutal like um diss tracks ever recorded in rap okay and it ends his rap career he's done he cannot rap anymore why can't he rap anymore it's just so like cutting and Brutal. Did, did like, his fans abandon him or something? It's just you have like 
you're just torn to shreds by Eminem. It's rap, like rap is so weird. There's like a respect <laughs> thing with rap. Such garbage. There's a respect thing to rap. He was brutalized so bad by what M said on the track uh-huh. that he went and started trying to do rock music. Now you are a massive Eminem fan. I'm a huge yeah, Eminem. I assume fan. you are familiar with this. Yeah, I, I know the track. What do you think of it? So fucking, he ripped him, dude. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's Eminem. He ripped him to shreds. <laughs> Have you ever thought about doing like a diss pod? <laughs> like, <laughs> I thought, I thought that's what Tom Steve Dave did to I saw comics. I thought that's what. Uh, Basically, yeah, yeah. The, our our whole career, so every pod was a, a diss pod directed at those two guys. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah he he chased him out of the genre machine gun kelly you know went into so he like, became a rock guy he became a rock guy he tried to do metal and he got into a fight with um cory taylor of slipknot oh my god and cory taylor like abused him in an interview and then machine gun kelly went and be like he's a pop punk guy now yeah. how does anybody respect this guy nobody he's does. getting chased out of genres yeah yeah like he's lost like other than his die hard loyals like uh-huh. loyal fans i don't f- think anybody like oh, yeah. likes or respects and now he's an a, now he's a bad actor and now he's yeah. somewhat of an actor yeah. yeah i don't know why they were like Weak we man. need machine gun kelly he did get the look he did he looks like him he looks like him. he's not a sure. strong performance though not a good performance not good but but i wouldn't call it bad either it's just like whatever it's just there yeah you know but is it also on the the writing the script it was the script was really bad yeah (laughs) so the director of this is um is a first time like movie movie director it's jeff tremaine who did um all the jackass shit oh which it doesn't require any directorial I mean, experience that's, you know <laughs> setting up a bunch of cameras and then watching people watching the lunatics hurt themselves yeah. 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 yeah this is his first you know movie movie uh-huh. so Okay. Take that for what you will. Maybe maybe it's not the actor's fault. How much does Jeff Tremaine know about getting a performance out of someone that's not mm. put this up your ass? <laughs> yes. Looks good. Yeah. It looks fine. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah thought, sure. I, thought, I thought it looked pretty good. And like I said, I thought there was an ambitious effort on the filmmaker's yes. part. You know, they didn't just like turn a camera on and just have static shots of they were there was some effort there. I it's moving. Yeah. yeah, I will say this. Obviously, this is the Motley Crue story. There's going to be tons of chicks being naked and shit yes. everywhere, right? Which is so rare in a modern movie. Right. A lot of that. None of the girls look like they're from the 80s. Oh, they're, <laughs> they're all, all modern. very modern <laughs> yeah. girls. You didn't think they look like they had the big hair of the 80s? Not really. No, uh, I thought they looked pretty like 2019 ish. <laughs> I didn't believe that any of them had giant bushes. But <laughs> <laughs> You have to see the bush. You know? <laughs> they look too I modern like, for you. I like how that's your critique. <laughs> they have faces where they know what a cell phone is. That's what yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what are these Zoomers doing on here? Fucking what pretending to be my mother's age. <laughs> uh, the budget was twenty three million. That's wow. low. That's it. for a Netflix movie. That's a decent amount. That's a but I, for a, a movie in general. Not a movie movie. No, that's but, low. It's a Netflix movie, you know. It's like they can't really sure. make the money back. Yeah, I guess. Like if this was in theaters, you know, maybe it makes some scratch. No I don't way. know how many people would go see. No, them. I, I don't probably think would nobody would. Yeah, yeah. um, just just based on the the content of the band, it's like the, what story is there that is going to like grasp grasp people enough to keep them. There's absolutely a story there. Yeah, I don't know how you could say that. There's tons of stuff. It's a rise and fall. Yeah. <sighs> 
Like, is it our fall? Yeah. <laughs> you sure? What fall? I mean, they had a, a lull, and then the and then at the end of it, it's like, oh, we're back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're, you're spoiling. You're skipping they, ahead. Uh, they succeeded for twenty years, but um, <laughs> they didn't. They succeeded for about ten years, and then had a real bad time. And then kind of gained gained prestige in like two thousand five. Yeah. So in the movie, they there's they find an ad for uh, Mick Mars, which is the real text of the ad. Mm -hmm. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, And he comes, and they have a practice, and there's like kind of an overweight, dumpy guy. Yeah. That they throw out, and he's a guitarist. In reality, that I think was supposed to be their first singer. Yeah. So they had another singer. His name I have his name. Hang on. Yeah, they, they threw that guy out though, and they replace him with Vince. Um, what's the guy's name? It Preen yeah. Peterson. He's That's on it. the early demos of the band. His first name's yes. Preen. He was replaced by Vince Neil. Yes. To this day, he does Motley. He Crue. does Motley Crue covers around Los Angeles. Yes. That's a sad life. <laughs> it's like imagine being thrown out of the band and like imagine being Pete Best. Yeah, yeah. And like Pete Best just like does a Beatles cover band. <laughs> yeah, that, that's all you could say. say. Same thing with um. Well, I guess real he, quick about the Beatles. Did you hear the new uh, Bruce Kuehl? I heard that's a I song did. I have not I heard. heard. How I really, is it? I really like it. It's it's shockingly good for something that they didn't feel was worthy of you know putting on. On an album. On an album, yeah. What's the story there? I, I really didn't hear much about it. I heard Where did that it come from? It was, there's a 12-minute documentary of it on Disney+. YouTube. Plus. I haven't watched and that. And it's on YouTube for free, too. But they are they recorded themselves on a cassette recorder at a restaurant, uh, I guess, trying to work out this song in the, in the late 60s, early 70s. On that last album, right? Okay, Let It Be? Yeah. And so. I guess they needed AI to go in and... Kind of like wow. uh, isolate up. John Lennon's vocals. I don't know how they get uh, the other guy that died, uh, George. George. I, I don't know how, what his involvement is on, but they say all four are on this song. Because wow. I think they all had done different like rough demos, and I think they used AI to clean everything up and mm-hmm. put it together. And they're saying this is the last Beatles song. I think it hit like number one. Wow! Yeah, you haven't heard it? I haven't heard it yet. No, it's, I it's, want to. It's actually. Yeah, I was impressed with with it being that I thought it would be garbage and it it's 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 kind of haunting okay. when you think of it as the last song it has a very haunting sound to it as well some That's of the cool. lyrics are I guess it's almost like a love letter to from um Lennon to McCartney oh about you know now and then I, I think of you I guess I'm gonna have to check this out yeah I like speaking it. of ancient things the Rolling Stones have a huge album out right now that's number one album it's getting yeah. rave reviews yeah. I heard one song off it that was really good so, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go buy that I was never I never got into the Stones Stones rule do you like them Walt? Uh, I like some songs. There, you know, some really great songs, but overall, it's uh, too bluesy for me. Mm-hmm. You know, like I like when they when they rock, but it's seemingly like nine out of the ten tracks on every album are bluesy songs mm-hmm. and one yeah. rocker. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my thing is like I just ca- I can't get past Jagger's voice. You don't like Jag? I don't know what it is. It's like it just like bothers me. <laughs> I remember I worked at like um, an arcade once. And like they had like little rides in there and they, they had like a Himalaya ride and they had like this rock track, like this rock CD mm-hmm. that would go on over and over again. It would play like rock and roll all night and like all these songs. It would play um, Satisfaction and get me and start it up. 
Okay. Star me, me up. Sorry. Every time it would play that, it was like nails on a chalkboard. To wow. Me. I just, I song just fucking bothers me, and I, I can't explain why. Yeah. Wow. Okay. You don't like paint it black or anything? Come on. Give, give me shelter. shelter. Yeah. Give me yeah. shelter. Yeah. Painted black awesome. is a good song. I like painted yeah. black. You like a little bit. Bitch. Yeah. Bitch is good. <laughs> I, I can't even say I've really heard bitch. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were yeah. just calling him a bitch. It's got, it's got some amazing horns in it. Now you love horns. I love horns and, and rock songs, and bitch has some great horns. Yeah. Did you like uh, the mighty, mighty boss tones when they came? No. <laughs> Not a skull, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was really testing the love of the horns. <laughs> Um, so anyway, so in the movie, they go to uh, Vince. They start yeah. playing Livewire. Well, you know, he's in Stargate. Oh, they start playing Livewire. Yeah. That's at the rehearsal. He comes to rehearsal and they play Livewire. Well, in reality, like they make it seem like they ran into him at a party and he came right away. Oh, oh I'm t- Vince oh, you, Neil. Okay. Yeah. But the way Vince Neil uh, ended up joining the band was like they had to hound him and like beg yeah, him. Yeah, they, they followed him around for like six weeks before they wore him down and got him to yeah. join. Six weeks? Yeah. Yeah, they were persistent. They were they, like, that's the guy. Well, Vince is, a, is an amazing singer. Yes, yes. Like, straight was, up. Yes. Like, was, was. was. Yeah. Really? Oh, you really? haven't seen the clip? You haven't seen the clip? Oh, you, oh, that was being sarcastic? No, I'm being dead serious. Vince was an amazing singer. These days, it's a little different. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw them in 1985. Right. I was stunned. About how horrible he was in 1985. Really? I, saw, I saw him open. They, they're not open. They were headlining their first headlining tour, Madison Square Garden with Loudness. Oh, Remember Loudness. Yes, I do. Uh, the Japanese wall, band. Quasiness. Yes. <laughs> um, and all my friends were into Loudness. And more than crew, more than crew. I was into both of them, and I was like, "Yeah, we got to go see was crew." Was Brian there? Uh, I don't know if Brian was there. I don't think he was okay. there. And it was an eye opener because I nobody had ever you know there was no YouTube or anything. Right. I don't hear. think they have any live albums. They do. Yeah, yeah they I do. have I have a live album, but it's yeah. not from eighty stuff. It's like ninety stuff. Okay, but his vocals back then were weak. Like there, this man is the product of the studio, in my opinion. Well, he sounds amazing on the studio tracks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but so does everybody. He has a very unique voice. It's very. It's, <laughs> <laughs> he sinks through his nose and i i like it i like the sound of it it's 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 at a pitch any higher or nasal more nasally i couldn't deal with it but it's it just falls right in there where i can deal with it and i and i enjoy his voice but uh-huh. the, the man owes a lot to the the people who mixed that album or the producers whoever they got to to work in the studio with him because yeah, if they think he's shitty now, it wasn't that much better in '85 when I saw him. <laughs> All right, well then, then you, but he is. I do think he's a good singer, but he needs a lot of help. I witness the history right yeah. here. Also, '85 <laughs> is also right after the the incident, right? So yeah, he is. He's already killed he somebody. Probably, he killed Razzle he already. Already yeah. a little. Uh, well, he supposedly just t- he's just hopped up on sleeping pills now, or hopped down right. on sleeping yeah. pills. Yeah. <laughs> you could attribute something to that, but. Um, no, I think that he yeah, always he had a, a, a difficult voice. The studio helps. Yeah. 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 I think now we have, since we're going down this this route, we got to talk about what they're doing now and how they're just liars. Molly Crew? <laughs> yeah. I mean, all, most. Yeah, but I think all, all the bands yeah. of, of their era liars, are probably. Oh, I don't boat. think so. I, I, there are a lot of them. 
but crazy not everybody. Do you hold them to a standard? Like, do you? Th- is it an impossible standard? I'll tell you this: I love Kiss. I think Kiss is fantastic. So, yeah. My first show was Psycho Circus Tour ever. Um, I will not see them now because it's just a fake band. Because of Tommy and no, Eric because they're lip syncing the and the tracks are fake. They're literally, I'm literally watching a fake band. Okay, now if they were, <laughs> they're to, playing air guitar. It's a performance. <laughs> <laughs> do you want? Do you want them? Do you want to see Paul trot out there and do what Vince is no, doing? No, I want them to retire. Okay. Uh, you know they don't want to do that either. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he wants them just quit. <laughs> but guys, it's done. We did it. Your kids. Lifestyle to fun though, man. Uh, do well, they though? Yeah. They could write all right. Go, yeah, I bet you if they started a podcast, it'd be huge. Oh, oh hell yeah. 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 Oh hell yeah. Pod, Gene yeah. and Paul yeah. sit down. Yeah. They'd fucking be killing it. And also, you could compare that. would that. be interesting. You could pair that with them actually producing other people. Like, oh, let's bring in this this new rock band. And meanwhile, they're the ones producing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, could, million eyes on they the could become behind the scenes guys in a second. They could do it. Doesn't Gene, like, fucking gloat that he invented Guns N' Roses? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Gene did put together Van Halen. You know, he Oh, Van Halen, that. right. Well, right. Paul pro- was going to produce uh, Appetite for Destruction. Yes, he was. Right. And, I knew it was something. Yeah. <laughs> and he got into a, they, they basically came in. He was there to help them. And they all like kind of mocked him and treated him like an asshole and threw him out yeah. of the studio slash like called him like a, you know, yeah. a, a gay. <laughs> I'm using a nicer, a nicer word. You know? I, got it here. Yeah. I just finished Paul's book uh, the other day. His book is incredible. It's a great it's book. It's just hate. So hold on, what's your take on that? Would you go see Kiss tomorrow? I the man sitting right next to yeah. me uh you know invited me to go see the last show at the garden and so you I, will be I, there. I, I said I would go and then I got some of the reports on the ticket prices and I was like I'm out and <laughs> I was, still would go. I still would go mm-hmm. if I if there was a reasonable ticket I don't hold anything against them for using tracks. I feel you can go you can go out there and do what Molly Cruz is doing right now and stink up the joint. It's it's really bad. And yeah, you think, Molly Cruz using tracks. Well, sometimes you see Vince Neil singing at fairs. That was a shit, few years ago. And it's I mean, they're definitely they're definitely using tracks mm-hmm. too. But the alternative is is just to walk in there and be like, I paid for this and feel really like mm. bitter. <laughs> about wasting all the money, your time and effort to get there. I don't know. I, I kind of give bands of a certain age a pass. You okay. know? I, I don't know. That's me personally. I don't well, think once it's... you're old enough to be a grandfather, I feel like you kind of <laughs> should just be like, all right, grandpa, just dance around. Yeah. It's fine. Blow shit up. <laughs> At least shit's blowing up. If, right. they were, if they were just putting on like a boring regular show, mm-hmm. then it's, you know. Like if you're singing girls, girls. If it was girls, actually about the music, you mean. I don't think. Exactly. It's like it's mm. part part of the show is the spectacle. Right. You know, like like seeing the flying drums and all that shit. Okay. Whatever you gotta tell yourself. Yeah. yeah. You paid the money. You know, obviously you don't have any problem with backing tracks, right? I'd prefer not, but it's also like these are seventy especially in Kiss's case, these are seventy year old men. I almost can forgive Paul Stanley singing. How do you account? For the fact that they're not even playing the instruments, because of that piano uh, footage that's being yes. out there right now. Yes, I don't. Maybe Eric can't play the piano. 
They want to have Beth on the last right. tour. And, and it's like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? <laughs> Who was the, uh, uh, wasn't the keyboardist that Yes Who Killed Himself? Wait, yeah, no, no. What no. am I thinking of? There was a keyboardist who got a uh, carpal tunnel. Oh, you're you're thinking oh, of Keith would, Emerson. 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 Yeah. Emerson. Yeah. Emerson had a horrible. Emerson killed himself yeah. because yeah. of that, and yeah. that's what he wants them to do. Oh, <laughs> oh okay, that's oh, a joke. Okay. All right, you no. don't actually know. Okay, you can't play oh, God, no. <laughs> Phil Collins, you're on borrowed time. <laughs> Second that voice goes, you better take that forty-four. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, so so they get Vince Neil into the band. They do live wire and like Vince Neil has his girlfriend with him, and it's like this magical was, right away. Was that thing. true? This was so cheesy. That is not true. The girlfriend like kind of like being like, "Well, you're not going to sing in this band. It's too heavy for you." No. Okay. Um, as far as I know, that's not true. He was singing Billy Squire at the party. Yeah, Which, that song, by the way, wouldn't have existed yet. Oh, really? Yeah, that's an anachronism. Okay. The song wouldn't have existed. A live wire would not have been played because it was not written, it wasn't written yet. Yeah. That is on the first album, though. It is yeah. on the first album, so yeah. So Might be the best song. Yeah. It's a good song. It's a great yeah, song. Like that, that, album, that first album's awesome, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, uh, I would, there's I not, and there's not much. I like Kickstart My Heart. Kickstart My Heart is good. I like yeah. the hits. The hits are good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I like some deep tracks. If you listen to Shout Out to the Devil. I was never a crew guy. I've never like done a deep dive. Mm-hmm. But I do like all the hits. You know, all the songs, all the hits are good. All the songs yeah. I should know by them, I genuinely like. Yeah, <laughs> but there was Definitely no maybe home sweet home. I like that song. It's a good ballad. <laughs> they never focused at all on the craft of music in this, like of no. Uh, no. of like what anything. It was more just like the antics. Everything in between the albums, the dirt. And the some shows. would say, <laughs> yeah, I guess. But yeah, I was I was interested in finding a little bit more. You know about creating the you know the songs the inspiration which I guess would be more of a boring for the for the common uh, theater for someone who wasn't yeah. a fan yeah the best way to do it is as, as they did in this movie is have a chick that's utterly mesmerized <laughs> how godly you are writing songs <laughs> Steve, <laughs> Steve you're the only one that will get this but yeah. doesn't it look like in Scott Pilgrim at the beginning when Knives sees like Scott's band for the first time is like blown yes. away. It's like the same it's shot. It's the exact same shot. Yeah. She's yeah. like, oh my God, they're amazing when it's like, it's just not. So you don't, so. you're not into crew. You're not into crew and you're not into crew. I'm, I, I like the hits a lot. Um, I think I like them better than these two guys. So, so but you I'm, never, not, I'm not a massive fan. No. So to me, I thought it would be interesting because there's heavy rumors that producer of Shout Out the Devil would tell stories, of, especially now decades later of nikki coming into the studio the, the, the next day after laying some tracks down the mm-hmm. night before and being like holy shit i can't believe how awesome i sound i can't believe i did these bass lines these are amazing <laughs> and uh the producer going like he was too stupid to realize we had somebody else come in him. and, and wow. do the bass parts wow. he was that bad of a bassist but i will i do think he is if he wrote that music and he wrote those lyrics to some of those songs, he's a very under um, appreciated uh, lyricist, lyricist and, and, and music writer yeah. because those songs are catchy. And li- like, yeah. look at Livewire. It's like, it's like we said, it's on the first album. So early on. And yeah, it, it's kind of derivative of like we said before, I said Rainbow and then Van Halen and stuff. But at the same time, it is a new sound that I don't think anybody was really it's doing almost like- yet. It's kind of like proto speed metal. 
It's very fast. Yeah, yeah, sure. that's what I yeah. mean. You know, yeah. And that have been that have been like look at like sheer heart not sheer heart attack. Uh, Stone Cold Crazy by Queen. Okay, that I think is proto speed metal, like yeah. or yeah. Fireball by Deep Purple, shit yeah. like that. Yeah, that that's all the same stuff. Like, right, but Cruise it's definitely early in, in there. It's definitely in that world. As yeah. like early. Well, they're influenced by all the big gun like Cooper, yeah. Sabbath. So yeah. and I, I and if it's all attributed to Nikki Six, it is a it is a pretty great body of work though. That like if he was the only guy, and let and the, although there's you know Mick Mars says that you know no I was the guy that created that sound mm-hmm. that crew guitar sound you know but it is a great who do you believe you know yeah. They're they're all one band, so you have to kind of give credit to everyone where it's due. I think very recently, and I haven't followed it, so I can't really talk about it much. But Mick, like, He's hates, suing them. he hates them all now, right? He's yeah. suing them. I was gonna, I was gonna talk. I'll let's say that you for got the that. End. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. So <laughs> now they're they're trying to name the band. They almost name it Xmas Christmas. Yeah. Which uh, they they X Mass X Mass. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> the four skins. Yeah. Yeah. And then they they decide on Motley Crue, and then, I've been waiting for this moment. Yes, just Motley Crue. Yeah, Mick, Mick had it. <laughs> they really did sure. get into a fight at their first show. Sure, I believe that. Um, it. It's not it's not in the movie because um, a girl like said you suck or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in the uh, in real life, a guy spit at Vince Neil, and then Vince attacked him. And I think that's what happens in the movie, isn't it? Oh, that is yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, it's in the movie, and they they're like. They love it. They're like, yeah, we're going to a fight now. And yeah. It's just like, oh. Uh, well, that's they're supposed that's, to be like badass, grimy yeah. dudes they're fucking just, just being in the rainbow room. They're Molly Crew. Yeah. <laughs> so you think the guy who spit out them was a biker? Like, it looks like they're bikers. There's no yeah. fucking way. No. They're <laughs> stepping off that stage no. and taking on a biker <laughs> gang in the 80s. Yeah. 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 It was like a dumb 18 year old. Yeah. It's a guy with bigger hair than them. Steve, you'll remember this. We went to see Dragon Force when they were first, like, kind of coming around. Yeah. In the fire and the flames. Yeah. Fire and flame, yeah. It was like right as they were like starting to get pretty known and big. Yeah. Um, and this band opened for them, Horse the Band. Horse the Band. Oh, I yeah. And this. our friend was spitting gum at the he keyboard. T- the whole the, the entire gone. show. Yeah. Uh, just chewing it up. Chewing it and just throwing it out. Throwing his face. The You're seeing the guy trying to play it, it's into his face. It was oh. the meanest thing. <laughs> <laughs> Also very funny because the guy looked like Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I guess when you're like the newer band, you gotta people just it. fucking do that they shit. I, I guess so. Especially if you suck. Yeah. Our friend is also an asshole. And if the horse, the band guy jumped out, he totally would have kicked his ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he would have helped him. He would have like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we get a rocking tour montage. They're, they're just, playing a lot. They're playing a lot. Yeah. They're they're honing in their craft. They're partying. Uh, but it's all like L.A. It's in L.A. Yeah. Yes. It's local shows. Yeah. Because then. Because they haven't been signed yet. We meet. Uh, Pete Davidson. Pete Tom, Davidson. Who's Tom. How do you pronounce the last name? Zutal? Milishevsky. Oh. Um, yeah. Tom Milishevsky. Zutnow. Zutnow. Oh, I say Zut. Yeah. Zutnow. So Pete Davidson. Zutat. Is he Zutat. one of the worst actors in this? He's yes. terrible. He's. I can't. They couldn't find anyone else. The guy who played Tommy Lee was like, man, I feel, can we get a better? I feel like they're going for the Zoomers. Like they got what? Pete Davidson. They got Machine Gun Kelly. Like, you know what it is? It's like, it's like our, well, not my generation. Like as a kid, like there was so much 50s content. 
you know, because it was 30 years removed. Like we had Back to the Future and stuff like oh, this. Oh, okay. This is like 30 years That's for the Zoomers. We born. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Though? It's like they're reveling in 80s nostalgia. Maybe. I That's think they're they more get. into the 90s. Well, how is Pete Davidson? He's like a big like icon for like, for like what, people whatever. in their 20s. Yeah, for people in their 20s. Right like, now. So what? when was he, quote unquote, at the height of his... Pinnacle of his career, then. Right maybe like this. two years ago. Yeah. Right <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a big, big thing when this movie came out. You know, he just had a show with Joe Pesci. Really? Yeah, on like TV. I didn't watch it. Uh, I don't think he can act. He's just not a good actor. So I, I can't imagine anybody wanting to see his shows. I, I think he's known more for like his. He's known for SNL. SNL. His, it's more his off-stage antics than his SNL skits. He never what had an iconic character. What antics? He doesn't have an iconic. Banging SNL. hot girls. Yeah, that's, that's what really he does. But that's what he's known for more than any comedy stuff. Right. Any SNL skits. I mean, that's and that's Pete. why he's in the that's, show. That's why he's in the movie about crew. I think he fits in in like the movie. The world, yeah. 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 They put a striped shirt on him and yeah. go to town. Yep. But uh, <laughs> the guy he's playing is real. Yeah. Um, this is the guy's really only big achievement. Acquisition. In music. He got, he signed Motley Crue. Signed yeah. Crue. Uh, Motley Crue already had released their first album under their own record label. Mm-hmm. And they re-released it with this guy. Sure. Yeah. And, and then what's the second album called? Shout out to Devil. Shout out to Shout Devil. Out to Devil. Yeah. Massive. Yeah, it's huge. Um, What's on that? Looks that kill. Oh. Shout out to Devil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else you need? Ten seconds. What else and love. <laughs> uh, they covered Helter Skelter on it. Oh, yes. that was yeah. huge. Yeah. Young to fall in love. I love that song. I don't know that Knock him dead, kid. Is yeah. a great song. Ten bastard. seconds to love. Mm-hmm. Danger bastard. We named the whole album. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know of those songs they have, a, they have an instrumental called god bless the children of the beast yeah no. is it good i don't know it's only like 15 seconds long it's an oh, intro okay. yeah so tom or pete davidson sits down with crew to sign them or try the rainbow them. room yes the rainbow room. um where he sits into a blowjob circle the blowjob table blowjob table <laughs> Even Getem was like, there's not enough pod? room there. Like this table? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> new one. New office. New office. And they're doing a lot of drugs. They're yeah. doing a lot of drugs. They're, they're having a lot of sex. And it's just that that lifestyle that is. Uh, and this is the 80s, happening. too. And, and yeah. so, yeah. like, you know, AIDS is. Thing really, yeah. you know, everybody is on the megaphone, and these guys do not seem to be concerned at all about no. any. They had to have gotten something. Oh yeah, <laughs> they, so they had got something. Yeah. A, a laundry list of things. <laughs> yeah, you know, you think about that. None of these bands cared about AIDS at all. It seems no. like <laughs> you know he signs the band as a deal, Pete, and then um, later. They're at like a raging party. They're doing their Motley Crue thing. And Doc McGee shows up. Yes. And they do the thing they always do in these modern like biopics, especially mm-hmm. about entertainment stuff, where they're like, we're cutting characters we're out cutting and characters we're letting you and know. We're telling you yes. know about it because they could easily have the character there. Yeah. But they, they just want to make it like this is how accurate we are. Right. You know, and they let you know. Um, Doc McGee, I think they say in the movie, he never actually went to one of those parties. Mm. And they do have a fake statement. They have an incorrect statement in the movie. Doc McGee, as he's pitching them, is like, 
I made Kiss a shitload of money. Mm-hmm. He wasn't Kiss's manager until 1995. Really? <laughs> That's like, yeah. In so after Crew has fired him. Crew fired him in 1989. Do you know why? Uh, I forgot the reason. Oh, yes. The mother thing, why. right? Yes. They, were, they went the to. Russia thing. Yeah. They, well, the mother thing is fake. That's for the movie. Oh, that's fake? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, they fired him in 1989 because they were doing a show in Moscow that like show for peace. It was like a big thing. Um, bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. Who Doc also managed. Yes. Put on a giant show with pyrotechnics and all this stuff. And they were told they weren't allowed to have it. And they got jealous and and got in a giant fight with Doc McGee over this and fired him. And that was the end of him. And and you're telling me he was with Kiss after that? I didn't know that. He signed with Kiss in 1995 for the- For what? Carnival of Souls? Psycho no, Circus? It, it, was, uh, it was the reunion, reunion tour. Yeah. yeah, when they put the makeup back on. So they, they, were with, back in. they were with Bill Coin for, you know, the, from 73 until like 82. He had three sides. Kiss had been with Bill Coin. They left him because he was, you know, a drug addict and like he was doing all this junk and mm-hmm. stuff. They basically managed themselves until Doc. Okay. As far as Paul Stanley's book, if there's another manager, he really didn't mention him by name. And that was a huge comeback. 95? Well, yeah. the reunion blew them up again. Like mm-hmm. they throughout the nineties, they were nobodies. You know, they put out I mean Well and- Revenge was marginally successful and then nobody even knew that the what's it called? Carnival. Carnival Souls even came out. Well it came out after uh the unplugged, I think. Yeah, well the um yeah, the unplugged was huge. Was that him? Uh what? Was that McGee? Yeah, I think it has to be because oh no, th- no, he came on after. Sorry, I'm recalling the book. Mm. But um, yeah, I wonder what the trajectory of the band would have been had they not put the music back on, had they not put no. the makeup back on. <laughs> oh, makeup. Yeah, kiss, uh, kiss. Oh, it would have. Yeah, because they did carnival. Would they have just like kept trying to do whatever was trendy? They were chameleons for probably fifteen to twenty years, where they would just do whatever was popular. Like, look at, like, Tears of Fallen. And that makeup hides a lot of wrinkles. And, <laughs> That's true. You, know, you can almost squint your eyes and you're like, yeah, it's 1977. But Since we're talking Kiss, I want to ask your opinion. What What do you think of, like, the 80s era? Like, of Kiss? Yeah. Asylum. Asylum is horrible. Yeah. But I, like, I like Animal Eyes. I, I mean, do How too. can you not love Burn, Bitch, Burn? I love Burn, Bitch, Burn. Thrills in the Night is legit one of the best songs. Yeah, I... <laughs> <laughs> There's at least two good songs on every Kiss album except Asylum. Asylum is completely forgettable. Uh, I like I, I like I agree um, with Asylum. You. Uh, I like King of the Mountain. I think that's a good song. Mm-hmm. Oof, don't even remember it. Yeah. I would have to hear it. <laughs> yeah, but I bought them all. But yeah. the uh, what was Crazy Nights? Crazy Nights has some good songs. The title tracks are right. Mm-hmm. Crazy Nights. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you like, Brain? Bang you, Bang. You. Tears are falling. Yeah. Oh, Tears are falling. Crazy Nights. Yeah, that's a good song. No, that's a that that's is, that's Asylum. Is that Tears song? Are falling. Oh, I like yeah. that song too. Uh, worst album cover ever. It's got to be Asylum. Though. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Best album cover ever. Hot in the Shade. That's a great track. <laughs> yeah. Crazy Nights has great shit. Crazy Nights. I'll fight hell to hold you. Hell or High Water is a good hell, song. Hell or High Water. Bang Bang You. I love that song. Uh, reason to live when, reason your, lives are right. when your walls come down <laughs> when your walls come when down your walls. turn on the night that's a good no, track I don't like that one no. yeah. they, if they would again though crew 
just set that bar where they're like, you know what? We just got to do a ballad. If we need a ballad on every, I mean, Kiss finally hit their ballad with Forever. Forever, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess not finally. They had Beth before that, but. That's their 80s ballad. Yeah. 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 yeah but yeah, every band who. You every know, bad boy has a soft side. Yeah. What was yeah. the, uh, that the compilation? compilation? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Every band. Every, every has bad thorn. boy has his soft side. Compilation. <laughs> <laughs> Balance. Monster Ballad. Power Ballad. Power Ballad. Yeah. Monster Ballad. There's something like that. <laughs> but yeah, that was the blueprint. You put out like a ballad and the right. album goes platinum. Yes. Mm-hmm. The record co- it, well, the record company would force that. Was it really like a lot of females driving like the sales to these bands? Absolutely. You know? That's always what drives sales to, to That's anything. To music? Yeah. To anything. But like Kiss in the early seventies, it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like a girl. Like it's going band. platinum yeah. because of girls. No, no, like Zeppelin, Sa- Sabbath you know? was never a girl band. That's what no. I mean. You know, it's, but they were never the biggest thing in the world. That's you know, true. you re- you reach a a certain level with guys. But Sabbath looks scary. Yeah, yeah, they look like they look like mean plumbers up there. <laughs> and Botley Crew ushered in that uh, that like they looked like they they looked very androgynous and non-threatening and pretty mm-hmm. and girls you know like yeah look who at you gonna, are you gonna go with tony I- iomi or nikki six right i mean who, yeah. what, what girl is gonna go i'll i'll, I'll, but, I'll but, but, uh, <laughs> badass enough that they would never achieve like the level of bon jovi you know where bon jovi is 100 percent just for girls Poison, poison is for chicks. Completely, there's no danger whatsoever in any Bon Jovi song. Yes, Journey, another one. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, look what the cat dragged in. I mean, they they look like chicks. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) women feel um, safe when they're around something that looks like them. So you dress up like a woman, which is why the boy bands were so huge. Yeah, exactly. We're non threatening. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So we get we get the Aussie scene now. Now this is this Aussie scene in the movie is a story that's been told many times in real life. Yes, by, I, by Motley Crue. Yes, where Aussie. Aussie sniffs a bunch of ants, pees on the floor, licks it up. Licks it up. Yeah. Nikki goes to pee, and then Aussie licks up that too. Nikki's pee. All while in a uh, skirt. With no underwear on. Yes. Now, now, Ozzy has denied this story, saying he has no recollection of it. Yeah. I believe it happened. I do too. Because Ozzy is a fucking maniac. Is it really hard to believe? Is it, is it hard to believe that Ozzy doesn't remember something? Exactly. I mean, I watched, we were talking sure. about that documentary before. He's literally like pouring juice all over his oven as he <laughs> talks to a camera making breakfast. But I heard that story with the ants early on when magazines were still around. Uh-huh. Okay. So, but I, but the urine aspect of that story was not in the article I read, though. Uh, yeah, you know what? Now that you say that, I never heard the urine thing until the movie. I'm really? Gonna, I, I had heard it before. I'm going to say this. I don't believe anything Crew puts out. You think Crew is a bunch of liars? I think that just based on the stuff they put in this, it's hard to really uh, take them on their word for something that like that. Now, did something similar happen or maybe they had some weird experience with Ozzy? Sure. Would I hold it past Ozzy? Else, no. I think he would do it, but pissed on the Alamo. Yeah, I feel Bit like of a bat. and a dove. They they are so <laughs> much like Motley Crue was bigger than everyone else that like we have to give like a really big story for our meeting with Ozzy. Some embellishment. Yeah, yeah, I think so. 
We all we skip the other. Uh, but why would they say? Why would they make him? You know, lick up piss though. To yeah. me, like you this could, you so could crazy. Yeah, it's, it's so vile story. though, as well though. You <laughs> yeah. know, it's like I mean, if, if they, they really, if they really make... like Ozzy though, why? You know, they can still they can create a much more outrageous story and still have him not be like like this Degraded. lunatic. And like, yeah. if they really wanted to make the most wild thing yeah. possible, they could have him eat shit, right? Like yeah. If they, like, yeah, again, and like, nothing with like waste though. Like yeah. I, to me, I don't. I think there's something there that it must have. I think there must be true. some truth to it somewhere. I, I buy it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't hold it past it. them to lie, considering <laughs> the next few things we're going to get into. We skipped the other, you know, famous guy cameo in the movie that isn't really that's an actor playing. It was the David Lee Roth scene. Oh they, yeah, yeah. They I drop they drop a mirror on him. Yep. Yeah, and What's it's just kind of there. Just doing cocaine. It's pretty funny. <laughs> they also say they, they also say it was fabricated. They were like, this story's a lie. Well, they say Doc McGee wasn't there. Yeah. I would, would totally could see Dave show yeah, up. Yeah, why wouldn't Dave hang out with him? Yeah. Well, this was before they were big. Yeah, they were in LA. They were on their way, yeah. you know, and it's a wild party. I could see Dave showing up. Bozy, bozy, bop. Maybe. Do you like, do you like uh, Van Halen? The hits. Do you like Van Halen? No. Uh, no, I never could get into Van Halen. They, yeah, I didn't like the voice. It sounded too much okay. like that. Uh, I actually like Hagar better than uh, really? David Lee Roth. Yeah, okay. I think I'm with you. Really, I think his voice is better than David Lee Roth. 100 percent. And uh, like you know, Panama some, Jump kind of stink. I like those songs. But like Mean Streets is awesome. Chains. I like Can't Drive 55. Well, that's Hagar. I know that's Hagar. That's I like that awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Half a teacher rules. Yeah, I, I like uh, Van Halen. Uh, so I don't know. I saw recently at a, a student talent show. It went viral. The kids played hot for teacher like a, a student band and they like uh, killed it that's cool that, that yeah. makes me uncomfortable it, it made everyone uncomfortable that's why i went viral <laughs> how do they how do they not know they're gonna play it i don't i think they're like we're just gonna play a song and it's like all right they set up the the amps yeah. they set up the drums and they played hot for you know teacher, you could say you could always say this oh, is the song we're doing i thought you meant i thought you said they killed it it was like you know they they shut it down while they're oh no no, no they did a great job they did a great oh, okay. cover of the song <laughs> that's <laughs> why i said kids. yeah how did they not know they were no, gonna no, play no, it no, okay <laughs> um, uh, we we get the manager who is watching this go down the Aussie scene. Yeah, and this was like this is where I'm like, oh, this is cringe too, because he says he really hated how hard crew would party. He's like, they didn't party because they were rock stars; they partied to party, and that was like, how far up your own ass do you have to be to say that? You party because you were a rock star, That's but it's crew, party. man. That's what they do. But That's what they're known for. You didn't know anybody growing up that was not famous, not rich, and who you were just like, this motherfucker's crazy. You and, know, you're and you're dangerous. With someone who came to your wedding and offered to blow a dude at his table. Yeah. Just to do it. Yeah. I knew I know people so, like that. Yeah. It's, it's not funny. like it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, not like it's a rare thing. So why do you have trouble believing that rich? No, no, like, I didn't. It's not that I I don't believe what they did. It's you just don't way, like the pomposity the of them pomposity saying it in their saying, own movie. Saying because he specifically said they were better than the other party hard rockers because the other rockers were partying hard because they're rock stars. Because they, they, they're almost like conditioned. They have to live up yes. to that, that yes. status. Led Zeppelin trash the hotel room. Now we yes. trash a hotel right. room. But, but crew didn't do that because they were trying to live up to expectations. They lived that style. That's what they said. They were just maniacs from the get-go. They were just maniacs from the get-go. And it's yeah. like, sure. But all rock stars are. Which you're, by, not, you're no different from any other rock star. Which, like, by the way, how funny is Snakes and Barrels from Metalocalypse? 
It's just the Motley Crue parody. Yes. yes Fucking yes. great. <laughs> I don't know. There's a parody of Motley Crue. Yeah. Oh, they're yeah. called Snakes yeah. and Barrels. And they're, Antonio shot heroin into his yes. balls today. Yes. This time he says it was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just a montage of them partying, doing all sorts of crazy shit. And apparently a lot of the antics they show in the montage are real. Like they did shoot a bottle rocket in a hotel and burned down curtains. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so did Tommy Jack Lee guys, ran right? through, you know, naked and yeah. all that. Um, all right, so now we get Razzle. Yeah, Hanoi Rocks. Yep, yep. I saw the other guy from Hanoi Rocks at a Kiss show once. Really? Yes, he was standing at by the mixer, and I had a seat. And no, there. we're we're actually uh, you guys moved ahead a little bit. Well, you, we, we you're get, the one that moved it. You said Razzle. I said Razzle. I said Razzle. What'd you miss? Uh, we missed the day in the life of On the Road, where we see. Oh, uh, you want to know what a day in the road is like? That's after Razzle. But he's already met Heather Locklear by uh, this no, point. So no, so we get. Um, so I, I have the chaos montage. Vince and his girl move in together, and the parents meet Nikki Six after Nikki Six fucks Tommy's fiance. That's, that's after Razzle in the blowjob circle. You meet Razzle briefly in the blowjob circle. Mm. Oh, okay. He sits down and they're yes. like, oh, this is this is what's happening. And he's like, yay. Okay, that. I love America. It's the same yeah. woman yeah, every yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> what is she She's doing? She's back. <laughs> uh, so, so we get the... Um, Wouldn't you like to know, like, yeah. like, if you could find her and get her on a podcast, wouldn't oh, it be what amazing? Like? like what she's doing now? Or like, <laughs> yeah. Would she, yeah. would she even talk about it? Because it would be riveting podcasting <laughs> to know like your mindset then and like what, what do you what do you think now looking back and uh, you're I assuming want. she's reformed or alive I, I, I think everybody slows down yeah. Yeah. or alive there was a lot of drugs <laughs> Yeah. Well, wouldn't you like to talk to her and be like, like, what were you sure. getting what at? What was going through your mind when you were blowing <laughs> like, eight dudes under a table? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you know she I might think be exotic a mom, is happening. You we know, might be able like, to just ask one of them. <laughs> she might be a grandma. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's possible. With one of Oof. their children. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> your dad was in a band. <laughs> Which one? It could be anyone from the 80s. <laughs> so um, They were called Night Ranger. This is it. So we see Tommy like drumming upside down. It's all yeah, cool and yeah. stuff. And the the woman, so we cut to the fiance, right? She meets Nikki's, she meets Tommy's parents. And yes. And the mother calls her a groupie because yes. she's Hispanic and she doesn't really understand that yeah. like it's not a good thing. In real life, what happened was Yes, it's very different. Yeah. The mother called up the no. girl and used the name of the squirting girl from the beginning. Bullwinkle. Bullwinkle. Yes. Uh, whose real name I believe is Jessica. So in the movie, it it seems to me that Tommy Lee is justified almost in punching her in the face and throwing her off the bus. Yeah. And in real in real life, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the yeah. scene in the movie. So right? I, yeah, I had to talk to him about it. So in the in the scene, um, she is mad because she got called a groupie, starts calling his mom a cunt and stabs Tommy Lee in the shoulder with a pen. And then he pops her in the mouth yes. yep. and throws her off the bus. And that's, and that's where they the draw end the of line. It. 
Now, yeah, they weren't so far gone that they couldn't recognize. Right. They're like, well, the line had been crossed. Yeah. <laughs> we, can, we can throw TVs onto cars, which we don't know if anyone's in it at the time. And, they and possibly kill, kill somebody. Could've yeah, kill a child. Children. They can just throw bottles at people's heads. They can set things on fire. They can almost, they can basically rape women anywhere they are. But if you punch somebody who stabs you in the shoulder, we gotta stop. We're going too hard. Right. What? What world? <laughs> you want to hear what really happened? Yeah. Okay. So she she was on the phone with Tommy Lee's mother. The mother calls her Bullwinkle. Funny. Um, she's mad. Starts calling the mother a cunt. Not to the mother, but to Tommy Lee. Yeah. And he's just had enough of listening to her. So he pops her in the mouth yeah. and knocks her fucking teeth out. That's a great guy. Leaves her on the side of the road. They have to stop the bus. Heart and gold. Yeah, and yeah, the, um, just a lover. Tom. Tom. Tom Zoo. The. Pete Davidson. Davidson. Pete Davidson has to go out and help her find her teeth right. on the side of the road. Mind you, that's also the guy that everyone was fucking his wife, his girlfriend too. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They're all fucking yes. everyone's girlfriends. She's like a piece of shit in They're the all movie. Piece of shit. Every single one of them. No, I mean in the movie, she she like deserves to get hit in the face. Oh, in the movie, yeah. Yeah. You just said something that is so true. It's like it is hard to make a movie with four totally unlikable characters. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I don't know why they, if they're trying to make themselves likable, but they can't pull it off, though. No right. matter what, how they frame it, mm -hmm. you are completely the most self-centered <laughs> monsters <laughs> on the planet. And so why even bother to try to make yourselves likable? Because And if you are trying to make yourselves likable... Fucking cut the scene yeah. where you punch a girl in the face. Well, you don't need to put be, that in the movie. I think they'd be accused of sanitizing. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's that well now known. They that did story? sanitize it, but they cut out the Tommy Lee right. beating the shit out of Pam. Pam. Well, Pam isn't even in it. Yeah. Pam, well, that's much later, though. Right. In terms of you could context. say that I guess the movie doesn't stretch that far to to include that, but then it like kind of warps to the modern day. Yes, right, like yeah. certainly with their look, like they were they were in that Saints of Los Angeles end, yeah. look well, at the end. You you think that they would be called out for sanitizing the movie if they didn't put that punch scene? Absolutely. In? Who who's going to call them on it? Nobody. Anyone, should, anyone yes. who read the book? I think any, but I don't think it would be enough that they enough of a backlash for to cause anybody who was going to watch it anyway not like, watch nobody it. Nobody watched this anyway, right? Yeah, <laughs> their fans did. But who, what fans are not going to watch it if you like? Oh my God, they didn't put in the scene where Tommy punched her. I really want to her. watch Tommy knock that girl's teeth. <laughs> well, I mean, it, I, that's one of the key moments of his life, right? Like yeah. it's a legendary moment for him. And this is back. I had to, never heard of it. Before. I had never heard of it either. This is back to what I said earlier. But I guarantee you, a mega fan of Motley Crue knows about this. Back to what I said earlier. There really isn't much in this movie because they really could have did something that hits harder than it should have. What? Because something like that, so destructive to your character, in a way, like they they made it so that he's hey he's just defending himself. He got stabbed. She's being mean to him. He punched her. He lost control. Standing up for his mother's honor. Standing up for his yeah. mother's honor. He's a good boy. He Realistically, loves his mommy. this is a guy so depraved. He knocked a woman's teeth out for just annoying for him. For just mouthing off. And you could actually put that in the movie and show, like, look, these people who are like above rock star level, who are like always looked on as like, I want to be that person. No, you don't want to be these people. They're but, horrible people. But I don't think when they set out to make the movie, that's not what they want. That's they want you to have a good time. But yeah, but then there's there's no, if they do that though, there's no growth. 
Because there's yeah. never any growth at the end. They never. So, right. like, they just stay the same <laughs> pieces of shit. I think uh, Vince from, grows. But you can still make that. Why? Because his, well, his because daughter, daughter dies. Die. I was going to say. He kills he a guy and gives two other people never, brain he damage. He never fucking learned anything, though, for after killing his that guy. Dies. <laughs> his daughter dies. This is a movie that has to be greenlit by them, I'm assuming. Yes. The amount of scenes that his daughter is in. One for each year that she lived in this movie. <laughs> Six fucks. That's a lot. What do you want? They, it's ahead, a story where, where four guys need to be given time to actually matter. And Mick Mick Mars is barely given anything. Like, yeah. he, his back hurts. <laughs> <laughs> this is a curse. It's painful all the time. But I'm going to play for the next 40 years. But you didn't see Vince Neal's grow into um somebody who learned from any of the any of the things he went through nobody learned or grew so yeah so they stopped doing drugs at one point for yeah for like a yeah. millisecond yeah. Of their lives. Yeah. they stopped yeah. doing yeah. drugs until they realize it's boring without drugs <laughs> nikki apologizes to tommy that's his yeah. growth that's some growth yeah some marks yeah. some marks <laughs> And they also want to try to make you believe that there's some sort of brotherhood or some oh sort that God. they love yeah. each other. <laughs> That's the most fake note ever. Yeah. I can't wait to talk about that when yeah. we get there. It's about the band. All right. Oh. So yes. now it's about money yeah. and continuing yeah. a lifestyle that they desperately want to continue and yeah. they can't without each other. It's right. the only reason that there's any attachment yeah. to any of these guys. There's no talk about what a bomb that album without Vince is. You know, it's just they like mention it they mention it. So yeah. yeah. All right, so now we get uh, the party where apparently every big event in their lives happens like at once. <laughs> at once. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, yeah, we're not going to spread this out. Let's just slam it all together. I think it's a good movie-making tactic. I think it works, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when you know the reality. So Tommy meets Heather Locklear at this point. Yes. And at first he thinks she's Heather Thomas from Fall Guy. Mm-hmm. I'm in love. Did, did you watch Fall Guy? I knew of both of those shows. Okay. They weren't shows I watched regularly at that point, but... I think that was a, a very humorous point. I think that's the funniest joke in the movie that he thinks that she's from a different show because I think a lot of people made that mistake growing Probably. up. There was two blondes on there that looked almost two identical. Two beautiful Heathers, yeah. yeah. Huh. And that really happened in real life. He did call mm-hmm. her Heather Thomas. That's did she, real. Did she do the, uh, the wonderful line like, oh, you're in the Scorpions, right? And he's like, oh, that's cold. I think Probably. I think so. No that was, way. Gosh, that yeah, was that, too yeah, quick. Right, For a ditzy yeah. blonde in the eighties, no way. He <laughs> <laughs> was like, "You're a rock star." Yeah. Now, didn't she also marry the guy from Bon Jovi? I think she did. I believe she did. Didn't oh, she, Richie Richie Sambora? Sambora? Didn't he marry a, a blonde from TV? I don't know. Uh, I'm checking it out. That would be some resume, though. Like you, Tommy Lee and Richie Sambora. You would have to think. Uh, yeah, she divorced Richie Sambora in 2007. Wow. She's you- single now. Oh, oh Steve, you're the singer. <laughs> <laughs> I could play guitar. Like, how many mistakes do you have to make with the first marriage? You're like, I'm going to marry another musician. <laughs> Glam metal. It's not like a Beethoven musician. You know? yeah. So uh, after he meets her, now Vince Neil and Razzle, they go cruising they down. They want the a street. beer run. Yeah. yeah, I remember this, like when this story broke and yeah. it didn't break on regular news, MTV, MTV news, MTV and like Hit Parade or Circus, Kerrang, mm-hmm. all those metal magazines. And this is before the release of uh, Theater of Pain. So like 
you were still all in. I'm all in, and I'm just like, well, he's going to go for the jail for the rest of his life. I'll never be yeah, another Crew yeah, album. The album's over. Yeah, this, yeah. this band is over. You know, over barely two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> it was it, nineteen nothing. days. No, How happy were you when Vince suffered no consequences for this? <laughs> as, a young, as a young boy, I'm like, yeah, yes, the new, new album's coming out. <laughs> so, as, a, uh, as a as somebody who matured a lot since then, I'm like, not only did he, not only did he kill. His quote unquote friend. I'm sure he really wasn't a friend. Yes. There's other two victims that no one ever talks about. Mm -hmm. And he paid no price other than $2 million. $2.5 million. That's it. 19 days in jail. It was was supposed to be like 30 or 40, but it was reduced for good behavior. Good behavior. The only crime in America is not being rich. Yes. (laughs) You are a rich celebrity. You can fucking get away with anything. Now, I got to give credit to the production here. When you see the car, uh, the car wreck in the film. I saw a picture of the real one. It's identical. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, a different the car model. Car, but yeah, the actual car, like the damage that was done to it. You see in the film. Oh. That's, what it, that's what it actually looked like. Mm. Which was that thing was torn apart. Yeah, it's a bad fucking accident. Yeah, real bad, <laughs> real bad. <laughs> so um, now you know they en- and he has to remain sober. Yes, that's part of his part of his parole. supposed to. Yeah. Um, he so does now, cocaine basically day one. Well, he, he goes back to the band and, you know, he's kind of upset that Nikki never called him. And I think if Nikki had a service like Riverside, he could have called. Oh, he yeah. Could have called, oh, uh, could have used it. Yeah, used he it. could have used Riverside to call <laughs> his buddy in prison. Could have telecommuted. Riverside is a telecommunication service for podcasting, video conferencing, all those needs. You can record it all in beautiful 4K. So if you have a friend who gets in a car wreck and murders someone, you can use Riverside to contact them. In prison. And telecommunicate after. But they'll be out in a minute as an order. Beautiful 4K. As long as they're rich. (laughs) You're doing this. You got a sponsor, huh? Kind of. kind of, yeah. It's, oh, like, okay. it's like commission based. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not really. We it's a good, seg- it's a good segue, though. Yeah. yeah. I, oh, the segues are on point. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, we got another one. <laughs> so Riverside, if you're doing like you know, if you're contacting like someone from Little House or something right. like that, you want to get that beautiful 4K image. Riverside. That was a big hit for you guys, right? That was hey, their it, theater it, of pain. It, it, uh, <laughs> Swine, swine, yeah, yeah. Generation Swine, yeah. <laughs> the Generation Swine of TESD. <laughs> With good reason. Uh, Nikki said he didn't visit Vincent Jail because he fell in love with heroin. Yes, and that's usually what happens with. Uh, these musicians is they they always fall into heroin and i gotta say it's getting real close to the 90s and I'll that's, admit it. Yep. that's what we're doing now man heroin produces some great tracks it does i mean I wake up why. young man it's time oh, to wake up man season man season oh, rules oh <laughs> uh, yeah well, you like all that like alice in chains alice fucking uh, every, great every last drop i knock misty him. all the yeah. guys were all hooked <laughs> on smack huh yes You're, except pearl jam yeah and that's why they, they they're, they're, they're live, the worst right? one well, you know what? For this, <laughs> I don't think this this heroin bender produced much good stuff. That's uh, well, it seems like Theater of Pain is like a shit album. Yeah, by, like that's what it's they a say. really like plastic sounding. Mm. It has no balls. It's just it's it, like they mention it in the uh, in the movie that is Vince that when Neil, they did smoking in the boys' room? Yeah, they cover that. But he says <clears throat> Vince says I'm the only <clears throat> sober one up here, and the songs suck, mm-hmm. yeah. and nobody realizes it, and. He was right. <laughs> he was right. It, it really, really killed my uh, affection for a crew. Uh, and I never came back the same way. I would pop in here or there to the albums and 
um, I would appreciate some of the some of the singles, but he was never the same after Theater of Pain for me. I mean, Home Sweet Home though is their biggest hit, right? Like, yeah, like that it was. Massive. It was a monster hit, and you could say, well, "What? I wish they never did it," but they would be like, "Fuck you!" Yeah. It grossed yeah. billions yeah, for us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't care that you don't like it. Yeah, that's like yeah. their, you know, that's their ballad. Well, that's Everybody what, yeah, that's it. what Metallica would say about Enter Sandman. You right, know? Yeah. right, right. <laughs> I think uh, when it comes to crew. Um, and when they were making stuff around this era after the accident, after like all the drugs took over, mentally they were not in a good state. And I think they could have used something called better help. To- <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got one coming later. Don't worry. No, why? Wait, well, you just did it. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> better help is an online. I had I had this good segue plan. Well, I beat you to yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> two ads in a row. All right. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, all right. Can't do it anyway. Betterhelp.com. Uh, check them out. They're uh, one of our sponsors for today. Also commission based. <laughs> yeah, please, please, guys, really check out the sponsors. Could have helped Nikki. Yeah. <laughs> helped uh, if you're them. struggling with addiction, you need help. You can talk to an online licensed therapist today from the comfort of your own home. You can get a discount using our promo code right there in the comments. Talk to an online licensed therapist today. Be straight and sober, like you know, me and Walt at the, this end of this table. Not like those two guys over there with their substances and all that stuff that they do. What do we do? I don't Before know the show, I practically have to friggin' like shoot up Ant to get him to get on yeah, mic. Yeah, take a thing of B12 in his neck, otherwise yeah. he can't function. Adrenaline straight to Ant's yeah. heart before every show. He ain't lying. <laughs> he just chases that dragon all, yep. all day long. Uh, but BetterHelp.com, that's our sponsor today. Check him out right in uh, the comments. Mm. There you go. BetterHelp.com, licensed online therapist. Come from your home, can't beat it. Yeah. Without it, Nikki's life was basically spiraling. He's just yep. brutal heroin addict. So now we get a scene in the movie, which is complete bullshit, where <laughs> Doc McGee brings his mom, his mother to him. I don't know why they put this in. Like, what is this? I think they were like, well, we need a reason why Doc gets fired. And we got to close and, the mother's story doesn't, line. doesn't Tommy get married first? That's next. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just a weird thing to put in the movie. It has no basis right. in reality. And then yeah. and she says that looks the kills about her, and that's what sets him off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is like, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Makes no sense. Yeah, I thought, girl, I thought smoking in the boys' room was about me. You know, it's just a weird thing. <laughs> Not gonna lie. If it was about his mother, it'd be even weirder. Right. Yeah. When you yeah. wrote bitch, <laughs> was it? Was it? <laughs> Yeah, I, I do kind of relate to Nikki in this scene in some ways. Oh, when he goes to meet his, his new his brother? Well, not, yes. not just that. Um, no, he's getting friggin' contacted by friggin his, mother? A, his family member that he doesn't want to talk to. Oh, uh, I didn't think we wanted to yeah. touch upon that, I'll but okay, talk, if you, you know, want to. About anything. Me and my yeah, father yeah. are estranged. We haven't talked in decades. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, and he'll like... Ver- he, what he's doing now, which is fucking... Is driving me nuts. He's using the show to try to contact me. So like, wow. Yeah. So like on the show's website, we have like a contact page. He'll like write like in on there to like try to talk to me. So it's he's like, gonna hear this. He yeah, may if he listens. Probably. I don't know. It's like I I really just want nothing to do with him. So, yeah. Wow. That's that's uh yeah. yeah. Uh, I sit in the same position. I don't even know if my father's alive. Somebody told me he died. Yeah. Well, now I know he's alive. I didn't, I didn't yeah. know, but yeah, yeah he is alive. Yeah. So. It's got one good arm. So we I both do- need that. Uh, what's that service again? You're better help. Better help. Yeah. 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 Can we take a quick break? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, we're going to learn. We've two sides. <laughs> so now it's uh, now it's uh, Nikki's wedding. Uh, no, sorry. It's Tommy's wedding. Yeah, and Nikki is like all fucked up and on smack at the wedding, yeah. which was kind of like your wedding. <laughs> yeah, a little. <laughs> it was def- definitely close to that. Um, yeah, Aunt was a mess. Yeah, just all up, all on that heroin. That's what I do. Yeah. Did anyone ruin your uh, wedding <laughs> or anything? With uh, well, I mean, we've told the story a couple times that you know I have I stopped. I was never an alcohol. I was never a person who took substances, but I stopped drinking like, you know, on the weekends with, you know, with friends in 87. Okay. That's why I was born. Was and, there a reason? Uh, I just yeah, didn't like it. I was just going through the motions because everybody else was doing it. I mm-hmm. never liked the way I felt uh, inebriated or, or high or anything. I just didn't like the feeling of not being, having full control of my faculties. And I just stopped. And I'm at my wedding and Brian Johnson uh, stands up to give a toast and he tells everybody at the wedding that my wife um, took me to a methadone clinic and and cleaned me up and decided that I was, you know, that like, that's why I married her. (laughs) Why would he do that? (laughs) And and, and a guy who doesn't know anything about drugs, I'm like, I don't even know what methadone is. I I don't even know he's talking about drugs. I have no idea what he's talking about. And my wife doesn't know either because none of us are into drugs or anything. So uh, the whole room, I think, is kind of ignorant because no one knows what that is in 1994. Right. Maybe they do, but uh, maybe people in the know know. But yeah, so like we're just kind of like words are like, what's that word? (laughs) We can't even look it up. No phones. He's bombing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And uh, yeah, my wife uh, still holds a lot of uh, resentment about that. Really? Yeah, she is that like a wedding annoyed. video? No. Uh, I pay. I pay no. good money to, to see. No. It. Yeah. Did so, people come up to you? Like, so did people believe it? Uh, there would be no reason not to believe it. There was no laughter afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> there was no like, like this is not true. It's like a matter of fact thing. Yeah, <laughs> it was like so. People who like some of the younger people in may have would have no reason to believe that that wasn't a true story. Right. When they left that wedding. <laughs> that I, <laughs> That I was a former heroin addict that needed methadone. That's fantastic. And, yeah. yeah. Oh, That's really yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, it wasn't funny. It wasn't even, I, I wasn't even angry about it. I was just confused because yeah. I didn't know what he was talking yeah. about. Would you have been angry if you knew? Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah. I was angry afterwards. Yeah. I was legit thinking about making that like my speech as an in joke to myself and then telling you and Brian later when I did Steve's speech. If you could have got the Jersey Devil to be like, oh. you know, to give you a, a methadone esque speech. <laughs> I, uh, for Steve's speech, I told Beaver Facts. Yeah. Because that's his nickname. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was, you had a good it went over well. Um, anyway, so Nikki Six is spending a thousand dollars a day on heroin. That's a lot. That's a in lot eight, in the eighties. Yeah. Oh What's that come out to oh, in eighty? Like today's amount. It's got to be at least three thousand or four thousand. Three hundred sixty-five thousand a year in the eighties. You're probably looking at what five fifty, half a million. A year. Uh, that's about three grand a day. Wow. Yeah, that's and he likes over to over what I thought. That's twenty thousand a week, mm-hmm. and he's using it's a million a year. That is an excuse to why he didn't 
like go to Vince's side and give him any kind of support. Mm -hmm. And it's bullshit. They didn't like each other. There, there is no affection between either of these four guys. All these yep. bands, yep. like they, they all kind of start out liking each other. By the time they're ready for the second album, they all fucking hate each other's guts. I think they hated each other from the get go. I can see the that. fact that they there's so much disrespect and going and fucking. There's millions of girls that you could have, but you got to do take do the one that's, that's yeah, true. with your right. with your bandmate. There's no, no recovering. Th that shows like that. a level yeah. of disrespect that they had not. They had no affection for yeah. any of their bandmates. Yeah, they cared they were about never two friends. Things. Yes, one, two. Yeah. That's it. Mm -hmm. So now it's Festivus. Uh, 1987, which is December 23rd for those that aren't Seinfeld fans. Uh, <laughs> and, oh and yeah, we get to the overdose. This is Gidham's favorite part of the party. He told me the the when, you, when you drop a Seinfeld reference. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm glad someone likes it. <laughs> I don't know if that helps. Yeah. I don't know if you want to maybe rethink that going not, forward. <laughs> I don't know if they like the references or they just like how angry I get. He hates, not sure. he hates Seinfeld. I'm not. Yeah, I don't get Seinfeld really. Either. No, really. I don't hate it, but I don't get it. Wait, like what it, the phenomenon it was. Yeah, yeah, it's my favorite sitcom. So I mean, uh, what's the guy's Machine Gun Kelly? Machine I think Kelly. he may be yeah. a better actor than Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, <laughs> Jerry, <laughs> Jerry may agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I told you. Yeah, yeah. It's not, you know, it's um, it's not for everybody. But I, I mean, there's me. there's certain things that would make me chuckle, but I don't, I didn't get the uh, the absolute monster. It wasn't. It wasn't my CTV. Not for you. me, no. But <laughs> no, for a lot, everybody like, I knew, uh, it was though. Yeah. Like when grown men run through the street with a risk board. No. No. Yeah, I didn't get it. It that's, was. That's, it kind of went over my head. Hilarious. Dude. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> so I now we, my fucking feet i'm like oh god i can't escape so it. now um, it looks like he's dead and you know uh in reality Nikki six yeah Nikki yeah. six vince neal heard it on the radio this was real yeah this is real it yeah. wasn't on tv he heard it in the radio and they apparently he, he did cry he was very sure. upset well because you knew his gravy train was yeah. on yeah, the money's gone. <laughs> yeah because tommy or or mick could have died but Nick, he wrote all the music and the lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. He's died. He's the guy. Yeah. It's his band. So, you know, he's really upset. Obviously, they pulp fiction. That wait a minute, though, but what radio station has access to Nikki Six dying erroneously and reports it? That's really, really strange. EMT right? probably called the station. Probably, yeah. yeah. Because it's there's no internet. So how the fuck did they get that to report it? I mean, this is also like a circle of people who are like-minded. Like they're probably all in the same music industry, the same like, in, you know, circles. Maybe somebody in that circle of doing drugs had access to somebody. Some else. Okay. You know what I mean, it's like, oh my God, I just saw this guy die in front of me. Let me go to a payphone. Let yeah. somebody know. Please, you know? please don't tell me that the EMT who brings Nikki back to life didn't fucking rejoice and uh, <laughs> <laughs> in the ambulance the way that this actor did. Nikki six ain't dying in my hand. I'll be shattered if that's think, not, if that wasn't true. I, I don't know. The EMT hasn't come forward and Nikki was unconscious. Do you think he gives that same level of like effort to every overdose? No, just just, just rock stars that by the looks of me, he's probably not a fan of. Yeah, he, 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 he pumped <laughs> 
he pulp fictions him and he and he wakes up. You know the adrenaline. true story though, right? That is real. Yeah, Kickstart my heart is based on that. Kickstart my heart is yeah. based on you know the adrenaline in the heart. Yeah, he's got uh, Adidas on, and now he decides. And now he decides that they're going to go to rehab. He gets a less. Uh, he gets a uh, his zest back for life momentarily. Yeah. And then it shoots up again. Yes. Yeah. Like the same day. It's all bloody. <laughs> yeah. Why even make that proclamation in the movie? Like, yeah, I realized that, you know, I had everything right. was right in front of me. I was yeah. chasing ghosts. Yeah. And, you know, the band was my family. And then two seconds later, he's on heroin again. Because that's, you know, that's just how cruel the mistress that is. <laughs> is. <laughs> how difficult this is to kick. That's why I was doing it. I did uh, like the wedding, though. The, the, the uh, I know it's later in the movie, the but photo, the yeah. side by side photo. It's of, a great side by side. What a great yeah. wedding photo, though. Yeah. You know, no matter how that wedding turned or that marriage turned out, it's that a is photo. a fucking million dollar photo. Oh, yeah. To have those guys <laughs> in, your, in your wedding party. <laughs> it's clear. a great rock star. <laughs> I was listening to Paul's book. Mm-hmm. He didn't invite Gene to his like last wedding. Really? They yeah. don't like each other either. He, no rock they, stars like each other. According to Paul, he's like, they've gone along really well the past decade. So Gene like, had to buy him like a Mercedes or something, a right? Of course, yeah. yeah. For, um, <laughs> Is that true? Yes. Yeah. So in the 80s, because Paul was carrying the band. Yeah. And it was, I think, on Asylum, he, he went to Gene and was like, dude, like... You're not fucking doing anything. Because Gene was trying to be an actor and was like yeah. making movies and stuff. Yeah, with and Tom too young Selleck, to fall in right. love. Paul was everything. And then in like 1994, to say I'm sorry for being an asshole, he made Gene buy him a Porsche. He, yeah. yeah. So it wasn't even Gene's idea? No. No. I don't think it was. If you're really sorry. Yeah. <laughs> don't buy me that Porsche. Yeah. I think it was like Gene's like, look, I'm like, what do I got to do? I'm making up to you. I'll buy you a Porsche. (laughs) (laughs) I I can hear in my head. I can hear him saying like, I'll buy you a Porsche. Is that what you I already have a Porsche. (laughs) Like, I'll buy you a Porsche. You can always have two. (laughs) Um, So Dr. Feelgood goes to uh, number one. They didn't really touch upon girls, girls, girls in this. No, they don't. They don't even play it. Yeah. Which isn't that about that strip club in uh It's about every strip every club. Strip club. Okay. Love their strip club. But I thought it's specifically about the one in Atlanta, like that really famous one. I don't know the name of it. The Whiskey A Go Go? No, that's in no, LA. It's a club, right? Uh, it doesn't matter. So, yeah, anyway, so they, they have this giant tour. Uh Vince comes home and his wife left him. Yeah. And Vince wants to rock, but like Nikki won't let him rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, now they're like, we gotta throw Vince that's out. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> Like, this isn't fun. We gotta, we gotta throw. They're in a warehouse. Out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing in that warehouse. Uh, <laughs> so, so they throw Vince out after they send him a fa- uh, fax, and now they get a new singer, John Karabi. Yeah, who looks very nineties. Yeah, I and feel like they really time jump from like eighty nine to them like looking how they do in like two thousand five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing really, I guess, of note happened in those years. I mean, you have all the 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 Pamela shit happening. Oh, that was ninety six. Yeah, stuff that's gonna make him look bad. Is there a that. chance though that like she's not? She's there's like lawyers involved, and they're I not think, gonna mention oh, her. I think that's that. the reason. One hundred percent. That's probably. I mean, he goes to jail for beating the shit out of her. Right? Yes, yeah. he went to jail for domestic abuse for six months. Yeah, and so. then didn't his son beat him up? Tommy, Tommy Lee's Lee? son beat him up. Yeah, when oh, his I son grew up, and and then he beat the shit out of Tommy Lee. And 
He started getting body tattoos. This is a dysfunctional family. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. <laughs> Especially considering it's which is sad because Tommy Lee grew up in a fucking really a perfect time. Yeah. You know, believe yeah. it, the Beaver atmosphere. Right. Yeah. It's like, and Tommy loves everyone. the movie as we believe. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy loves everyone. How did this happen? Yeah. He's he, just a puppy. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's sweet. He's sweet. Tommy. Sometimes puts his tail in you. But you know Sometimes whatever. women get need the fist. You know that's it. But you know, for the most part, he's a nice guy. <laughs> so this is really sad. Um, Vince's daughter, she dies of she gets a tumor and she yeah, dies. And you know, if only people had donated to something like St. Jude's, you know, maybe she'd still be around. This you is know, a this is a fucking. And I think that that's you know, if, if, if you know if you bought like a Christmas album where some of the money was going to St. Jude, I think you know maybe situations like this wouldn't happen. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right, Brian. Yeah, you got. I think I think you hit the nail on that. Too ham fisted. Saint Brian comes out again. You could always fall back on it was for a good cause. It is for charity. I'm not saying. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. It is. Okay. <laughs> Whatever makes you feel better. Yeah. But this also is a, is a, and again, just a, a prime example of just how awful human beings they were because they didn't even bother to like call him. Nothing. Go to the funeral. Nothing. Yeah. It's just like, it, that's human level. Like, even if I don't like you, uh-huh. I would still be like, I'm so, I'm sorry. It's you know? gar it's it's garbage on a on a level that like you can't even imagine. Like and, and they're gonna have the balls to tell you that like we're brothers. <laughs> like, you're, 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 like, you're not you're not brothers. This you're, is why hey. I, I this is why I do this, is for this. We're really yeah. sorry about what happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah listen, yeah. we couldn't control it. <laughs> but you know, we're no. still here rocking. <laughs> No, I like when they get them back and they're just like, we're sorry about what happened to your daughter. Yeah. (laughs) He's not like, you didn't reach out. It's been years. You're not sorry. You're not sorry at all. So in the movie, uh, now they're at, they're playing shows that no one cares about. And the movie would have you believe it's not because like society has moved that on. Vince from, like, Neil lives stuff. in this one bar and stays there for years at a time <laughs> with like a fisherman. It's <laughs> <laughs> a giant net on the ceiling. He's, a, but he's it's like, like a hook and reel. They never mentioned his solo career. He put out an album. Yeah. yeah. They don't mention Tommy's solo career either. Right. Where he's uh, putting out like rap rock. Oh, he yeah. still is. Yeah, he just put an album in 2020, Tommy Lee. Like a rap album. I didn't check that one out. Yeah, yeah. yeah don't do it. But, but <laughs> it's like, it. they never mentioned that like the type of music, they would have you believe they're not popular because Vince isn't there anymore. No, it's because that's dead. What you're playing, no one likes anymore. It's the grunge era. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You were eating well, alive. The, well, did you like the way that they... There's a Pearl Jam thing. The the, uh, the grunge taking yeah, yeah. on the side of like graffiti on the side of oh, not graffiti I yeah. guess an, it's a billboard a, yeah. like, like it's painted on the side yeah. of, a, of a building that they're staying in right just happened to be staying I think in it's that outside building. that warehouse <laughs> <laughs> but I the don't threat, go far <laughs> what do you think the threat level is to the hair metal bands do do they see it or do they deny it or do they or do they recognize like they're dinosaurs. Saw it. I think it took him by surprise. But if you were in that, but if you were in one of those bands and you've tasted success, it's hard then I think to realize that it's that, that there's no room closing. for you anymore. Yeah. And I wonder if they yeah. saw it, denied it, or were totally oblivious. I think some of them tried to become. I it. think a lot of like, them. Like look at Kiss. Yeah. Look at a Kiss. Lot of them saw it. 
You know, Kiss Kiss put out uh, yep. Carnival Carnival Souls, mm-hmm. and it's essentially a grunge album. Yep, but the, you yeah. know. Um, yeah. even Tommy, which Lee. is all Gene's idea, by the way, yeah. based on Paul's book. Right. <laughs> even Tommy, yeah. even Tommy saw it because yeah, he, he started, started doing the rap, doing rap, rap shit. stuff. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> even though the grunge was taken over, it still was met with the same like hip hop so, styles. Uh, I'll, I'll say something that I think Gene has said, and I think it is something that kind of like hurt rock. <clears throat> Is that like grunge became all about like sad introspectiveness? Yeah, and like I think that kind of lost people wanting to be rock stars, and it kind of hurt the genre in the long run. I think the idea of a rock star died. Yes. Well, look who look what took rap. Yes, took its place. It was rap, who only who all they do is proclaim how money hoes, right. how how successful they are, how much yep. they money they have, how many bitches they fuck. Exactly. And the new age rock stars were like Marilyn Manson. Right, yeah. You know, where it's like, look at this weird dude. <laughs> like, you know, it rock and roll lost mainstream, and mm-hmm. it only exists for pe- like you the know, like kind Metallica. of underclass of people. Metallica yeah. was like, well, Metallica's the biggest thing ever. They were right? geared towards like females, so yeah, you're not having the glam aspect of it. It's just like, yeah, this is rock, and that's what it is. Glam was out for. You know, sales and once the sales stop, glam you know, dies. That's all. I, I think rock is actually the wrong term. It should, we should be saying metal. Metal, sure. Because right. there is no like this is friendly metal. metal anymore. You know, <laughs> yeah. whereas, whereas like glam was friendly metal. It was metal for the masses. Power whereas metal. power metal is friendly. No, it's not. It it's be friendly. It's not for you. Anyway, anyone who power metal does not appeal to anyone who isn't. A there. fucking nerd. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Good point. It's happier, but it's not for you. Get, go away. This is ours. You yeah, don't yeah. get this. I remember you know? I was annoyed when people started liking Dragon Force because it showed exactly. up on Guitar, on, it's like, uh, guitar Hero. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. when we were teenagers and we were all metalheads, if anyone liked the shit we liked, we hated them. <laughs> you know, that's the mentality now. Where back in the eighties, I think there was way more openness to having a mass amount of fans. You Kanye know? West likes my dying bride, and I'm mad about that. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know if I should be. My dying bride's a doom metal band. It's the most obscure shit. It's you can a think doom of. death band. Doom it's death for metal. five people. Yeah, like I do, it, <laughs> I do get annoyed when I see like Lady Gaga and like Iron Maiden. Yeah, like and fuck yeah, you, yeah, go like, away. You don't, you don't know what this is. Yeah, what are this you isn't doing? for you. This is when we're just showing we're elitist assholes. Yeah, yeah. yeah God, yeah. thank God. Yeah. <laughs> I am the gatekeeper, and I'm closing all the fucking gates. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so in the movie, um, they don't have any rights to their music, and Heather. Divorces Tommy. Yeah. And, yeah, which is kind of like, yeah, know. whatever. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> yeah. They don't love each other anyway. What do you give a fuck? They all, you know, they they all kind of get together. Uh, Nikki Six meets his half brother and like reconciles. Yeah. About like his he, past. Now, is that yeah. true though that the record company just gave the music back? No, they had to fight long and hard mm-hmm. with this female executive for years. Tom had been, Tom got fired years ago. And they had to fight with this. Um, Pete Davidson. Yeah, Pete Davidson yeah. got fired years ago. And they had to fight with this uh, female executive. The new head of Electra. Yeah, like Lori something. Do you know her name? Palmer. Not Lori Palmer, no. Dr. <laughs> <laughs> plastic! Um, <laughs> she's dead! <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't as they portrayed it as this simple like. Sylvia Roan. That's mm. who it is. 
uh-huh. like this painless, effortless like move or like, hey, if yeah. you we won't make another album for you since our, our sales are tanking anyway. And and in lieu of us not holding you to giving us the money to make this next album, just give us all our music rights back. I said to myself, what fucking company yeah. does yeah. that? No. They fought forever okay. and eventually they got it. Yeah. That's what really happened. Um, the band gets back together. They have like this get in the band back together scene. It's really they pick up Mick from the hospital. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the way, he had his hip surgery in 2004, not like whenever they're in portraying the it. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, they get back but, together and like they're yeah. crying with Vince. They're waiting for Mick outside the hospital. Let's go get. And he's like, all right. Back. Let's fucking roll. Let's and go, get, let's go get Vince. Back. Hey, Vince, I know you've been in this fisherman's bar for the last three years. <laughs> yeah, they fight the bar real yeah. easy. <laughs> they knew where he was. Yeah, they knew where he was. <laughs> and like, Sorry about your daughter. Anyway, let's go rock. They're like, listen, we're going to get back together. And, you know, through the good times, the bad, the only thing that matters is we still are together yeah. here rocking. We Molly still rocking crew. What I always wanted was you, my bros. My bros. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fuck your wife later, but like, bros. <laughs> so Eskimo bros. And then the movie's like in 2015, they played their final show. Except they didn't. No, nah, <laughs> they came right back. They kept going. Only now it's fake. <laughs> yeah, they closed uh, with home sweet home. They sucked themselves off harder than anybody could. Just you know, with the feeling yeah. of rock and surviving the crew lifestyle. You know, that's what it's about. They fire. <laughs> They f- eventually, they fired Mick Mars a couple years ago. Yes. So what's going on there? Right. They, fu- they fired. <laughs> and like, if if they did end in 2015, I could swallow the ending a lot better. Uh-huh. Or if they stayed together and kept playing together mm-hmm. to this day, I could yeah. still tolerate it more. Yeah. The fact that you threw Mick Mars out of the band and like your movie ends with, we're all brothers, man. Mm-hmm. It's like really. I, the one thing I have in my life is Allison. <laughs> You're right. It's like private. It's the class. same thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so let's rewrite our history to make ourselves look better than we are. That's what this movie was. Yeah. And it's just it's based off the book. It's it's fake. It's not a good portrayal of them at all. It I, is a good portrayal. I think of you're the, being too hard. It's a good portrayal of their lifestyle at the, their their peaks, but I don't think it's a good portrayal of them. I think they weren't hard enough as a biopic on them, themselves. Because it like like he's probably said, it's like, true. It's like yeah, the ending. We're all brothers and we're still rocking. It's like still kicking ass. You. Your main guy's suing you. <laughs> you. You all slept with each other's girlfriends and wives. You didn't even say, you know, sorry that your daughter died. <laughs> somebody who should be your best friend. You're just you, you really are. You really don't like the crew. I don't like the crew. What year did the movie come out? 2019. <laughs> And what year did they throw out Mick Mars? They threw him out in 2022. <laughs> so it's recent. They just threw him out like last year. What's the story that we know? They threw him out of the band, basically. He really. Didn't. I thought he couldn't play anymore. Like, is it because he can't like, play? He, has a, he has a solo album coming out next year. Oh, all right. <laughs> so I guess he still wants to play music. But they threw him out. And he's like, I am owed, I am owed a piece of this bit tour mm-hmm. and he's suing them for it. And he got like part ownership and they replaced him with, um, John five, John five. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, wow. Did really? you see them recently? Huh. No, no. Okay. Well, I've seen videos. Yeah. Would you go? I would go. Yeah. yeah. You've okay. seen them, right? I've never seen crow. I thought you saw when they toured with kiss. I, I don't think I went to that tour. Oh. What? That must've been, when was that? That was like 2004 or five ish. Yeah. No, I, something like that. No, didn't. So 
that's uh, the my, it's honestly the movie is pretty accurate to a lot of stuff. It's just it's just soft. It's polished. Yeah. 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 Polished accuracy. Yes. Yeah. They, they removed a lot of the edges. Um, so before we go, uh, I do have a couple of things. Um, I did. I have some games. Games. Hold on, yeah. Before, can we can we uh, can I see something? Do you want to rate the movie? I want to see the drawing, but I want him to do it. I don't think he's ever got Walt is an artist. Your drawing. Walt can judge your art. Yeah. One. Yeah. So this is I do a little sketch uh, of the movie. See? Uh, if you could make that yeah, out, describe it to your best, the best of your ability. What do you really. see there? I see uh, stick figures on a band of, of a band, and I see the crowd uh, worshiping them to the side, right? <laughs> yeah, that, that's exactly that, right. So is that, it's, it's that generic? You didn't even bother there drawing There is a female something? flashing. If, uh, <laughs> if you make it out, she's, kind of, oh, yeah. she's held up. You know. nice, nice tatas. Which is, <laughs> that is a, like a fixture of the band, right? Sure, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I actually gave a little uh, bonus points to this movie just for having so many pairs of tits. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's part of the genre, so... I think it's clear what it is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the crowd this is, is one just of your heads. better ones. The crowd is just heads, but you know, I'll give it to you. <laughs> All right. Severed heads. So the first game I have is just for this episode. Um, I, I came up with this uh, today. Okay. This is called Glam or Sham. Glam or Sham. Like yeah. That. I'm gonna give you the title. Of it, of Why it. do you like that? <laughs> I, I, like, I like the rhyming aspect. Yeah. yeah. Did you come up with the name first? Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> it's usually how it goes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, so you have to tell me if this is a real glam song or if I invented it. Okay. All right. All right. I will okay. tell you. I will tell you the band after. Uh huh. Sure. Right? I'm, just, okay. I'm assuming we're getting some good puns. This is exciting. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, but it's glam. So you, you know, they got things like they hanging on to 18 yeah, or something yeah, yeah. stupid yeah. like that. Right. Ride the whip, Steve. I'll, I'll go. Clock Ride this. the whip. That's real. That's got to be real. That is real. Can you name yeah. the band? No. Uh, Saxon. Uh, no. Trickster. Oh. Trickster. Okay. Trickster. Mama didn't raise no fool. Ooh. Fake. See, but I could see like Warrant doing that because they had like Uncle Tom's Cabin and shit. Oh my god, I'm gonna say it's fake. It's real. Ah! Fire. He's bad at these though. Firehouse <laughs> is the Firehouse. band. Firehouse. I never heard wow. of the Firehouse. I tried to find. Like, Mama didn't raise no food. Yeah, that's, that's, so, like, that's so generic. It has to exist somewhere, right? right? Like, well, yes. Sexorcist. <laughs> Sexorcist. I feel like I know this. Mm, I want that to be real. If it's not real, someone should hop on it immediately and write it. Um, I'll say it's fake. It is fake, but it's also it's something real. else. What so, is it? Sexorcist is from this death rap rack, death rap, death rap rapper named Necro. He has an album called Sexorcist, where the all every song is just dirty sex shit. And that album. So it is not glam. It's It's not not glam. glam. Okay. It is sham. Yeah. Sham. Sham. Wow. Slap shop. Shake this place. Shake this place. Yeah. That sounds grammatically confusing. No, it's fake. That's fake. It's real. It's from Slaughter. Ah. Okay. Slaughter. That's a glam band. It's a big band. God of 69th Street. Fake. It is fake. It's a real song. And I just made it 69th Street to. What? Spice it up. What's the real song? The real real song song? is God of 42nd Street, and I forget who makes it. Oh, okay. But it's a hair band? It's a hair band? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, he came up with the about yeah. gangsters and street crime. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it's a dangerous place. The power and the glory hole. <laughs> that's, that's NFL music. It's fake. <laughs> that's real. Oh. Fast pussycat. Fast pussycat. Yeah. Wow. All right. Steve. <laughs> yeah. How can you do what you do? Real. That's real. It's Mr. Big. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Mr. Big. Seven inch surprise. Hmm. That could be real. That could definitely be real. I'm going to say it's real. That's fake. <laughs> <laughs> Sex explosion. Ooh. Is this two live crew? Um, <laughs> Sex explosion. Yeah, that seems so on the money, though. I, I always thought they prided themselves on having a little bit of innuendo, a little bit of cleverness in the titles, you know, like rise to it or something. Yeah, you know, it like, so it's like it works on two levels. This I feels only works rise, on one level. I'll say fake. It is fake. Oh, yeah. Nice. All right. Chicks equal trouble. <laughs> Fake. You guys got to all get tattoos of that, that right? Yeah, that's real. That's Motley Crue. Oh, that's it? from uh, their last album. <laughs> Ew. That's a garbage name. Yeah, Nikki's wow. really lost it. Yeah. Oh, that's, what was it? Chicks equal trouble. Chicks equal trouble. trouble. Wow. All right. Uh, almost anything goes. That's real. I, I but what know. wouldn't go? <laughs> yeah, what, what's the line? What's right? the line? Is it ass sex? Well, if it's Molly Crew, it's punching a woman in the face. I thought it was Guns N' Roses. Did they have, they have a song? Anything they may. Goes. I, they, almost anything almost goes. Anything That's real. That is real. That is from the Good Rats. <laughs> they're not glam, though. You would you consider them glam? No, they're a hard rock band from the 70s. Long Island's okay. own. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you know that? Good Rats are great. Right. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't explain Injun why Joe? you know it. <laughs> Tasty? That doesn't explain why you know it. Fucking get out there and listen to the good rats. They're fucking awesome. This is the last one. Shot heard around the world. Shot heard around the world? That's this is it for Walt. Oh, it's oh yeah. we were doing them as you were yeah, going around the table? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't How know did that. you miss that? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going on the last all, one. <laughs> all of them took to the table. Uh, I'll say it was shot heard around the world. It's gotta be real. That's real, yeah. And I'm an idiot. And I forgot to write the uh, the band. Uh, yeah, I think it's Cinderella. Okay. All right. Uh, and then I got a couple of other things. So we this week uh, for us, the Christmas album is going to drop this Friday. So I thought we could give people a little taste of some of the games, mm -hmm. uh, and you know we could play them with Walt real quick, just like real quick versions. Uh, so this game was a big, big hit. Uh, this is called Who's Coming Down My Chimney. This uh, one is specifically just for you. Um, there is a TSD town resident that this has filled out this survey, hit. right? How many questions do you think you will need to get this person? Oh, this is good. Yeah. I've pitched this to you, by the way, every year. <laughs> you, yeah, there's a like you're pitching to me Christmas stuff in like February, aren't you? I start early. <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure. but, but I'll say this one goes over like a no. Actually, it kills on the pod. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How, how many so questions? How many questions will I? How many poll questions are there? There's ten questions. Everyone got the oh, same okay. ten questions, but this is a TSD town resident. I th I think I can name it in three. Three. Okay. I only need I only need one? three. I, only, I may only, I, I, you know what, I'll, two. I only need two. Two, okay. 
This person believes that Elf is the best Christmas movie. And this is the other question. If you were put on the naughty list, why? What did you do to put you there? They said they cheated a restaurant out of a dinner. <laughs> and and you know this because of a previous Christmas episode? No, no they no, filled no. this out. They filled, oh, out, you they filled out a questionnaire. You contacted a TSD town resident. <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> so I can I like the process this. of elimination of, of who would this. actually do it. I, I will say this. It's, <laughs> and does he have their phone number? Right? <laughs> I will say this. It's someone that's been on the show before. So, Our show. Jimmy the hair guy? No. I don't, guess, though. I yeah. don't know. Guess. Frank Five. Frank Five. Oh, you have his phone number, huh? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I, I cheated a restaurant out of a dinner. I mean, oh, that God. sounds like Frank. Uh, the more time I spend with Frank, yeah, that is absolutely, positively something I could see him doing. Did he walked in. We went. On, we went on the road together to to Colorado, and he would go into um, gas stations where that had the, the convenience store. He would run and fucking shove a donut down his throat, walk up to the counter to pay for the gas and be like, I also had a donut, but it was stale. So I don't think I should have to pay for it. <laughs> Why would and he even it, tell them? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I guess he saw, I guess he was afraid that he saw them eating the donut and while he was walking around the store. <laughs> so he'd be like, oh, it was stale. So I should have to pay for it. And the guy would be like, Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I won't charge you for the stale donut, but they were just delivered today. He goes, well, they were stale. So, <laughs> so I can see him like, you know, trying to finagle his way out Swindler. of a dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Right. Well, I didn't get it right. Yeah, so it wasn't that right. nice. Okay. <laughs> I think if you, so this is what, so the game is designed. Well, we broke your game. Yeah. They broke the game because they wanted to get through it. You know, it was supposed to be, it was supposed to be like, so Steve would say he could do it. I in could like, get it in 10. In like 10. And then Ant would say like six, and Steve would say, "I'll call you on that." We and started getting prideful. This is name that tune a little it was bit too. That tune, yeah. yeah, but we started getting prideful and be like, "I'll do it in one." Well, it's always one. It's it always, always one. one. <laughs> it's just to get through it. So, so they broke the game completely on me. But so did they ever get it right? A couple times. Some of us I think so with one yeah. question. Yeah. Right. But who are you? Were you using it from your from your? Uh, it was Rolodex of it was friends. Anybody that has been on the show. Most of them. Was, most of them were sitting that, in the that room. That I at the actually time. wanted yeah. to bother filling it out, and I didn't want to bother you and Bri. So you were the only two I did not send it to. Okay. And and Greg Wyshynski, the hot. You have guy. another one? Yeah, I have a couple more. Oh, you want? I could give you another. Who's coming down my chimney? Yeah, because I now I know how to play. Okay. Uh, hold. On. <laughs> I went through this once already. Now I got to do it again. Well, here's the thing. This, this is only going to take another. Max ten minutes. We went through for what three? It was a three-hour hour show. <laughs> three and a half hours. We had to do that. I think that's within the realm of like a good Christmas TV show. Christmas yeah. show. <laughs> People are paying for it. You know how much you guys charge for it? Five bucks. Half is going to St. Jude. Nice. Remember that when you purchase it. Think about it, please. All right. Um, all right. Let me let me get a good one for you. All right. Uh, what's a some, good one? There was some that was like. <laughs> Almost impossible. Like, what's your favorite Christmas movie? It's well, it's, it's the, like, the, oh, the, look, the way Christmas it works Carol. is so. So that question that I gave you is actually like the sixth question with the restaurant. But I just want it starts out with like your likes and dislikes, and by the end, it's more of a philosophical question because you get more yeah, information. Well yeah, I think the philosophical question is more telling. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah because if you're like, if I don't know Frank's fucking Elf is his favorite Christmas movie. That's just a shot in the dark. Exactly. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. The, Unless I happen to talk to him about it. The, you know? the way it's supposed to work is that 
you know, they're supposed to call each other on it. So when they get one, just give them some questions. We don't respect your rules. <laughs> give, give me another one. Yeah, hold on. Let, let me find someone. All right. Uh, all right. Ready? Uh, how many questions do you think you need to get this? Four. Four. Okay. I learned my lesson the first right. time. I need more than. Yeah. This person believes that Gremlins is the best Christmas movie. I think I remember who this one. The Christmas song they like the most is Christmas Time is Here. They see themselves reflected the most in George Bailey as far as Christmas characters. Chris Ladondo. <laughs> Bingo. You nailed it. <laughs> you didn't even need the fourth question. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, he's the most sour, like, um, Eeyore <laughs> personality. He would definitely be the George Bailey. He really Bailey. is a miserable. Yeah. Nobody, <laughs> nobody would miss me if I wasn't around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so th th this is uh, another game we play. All right, uh, I think they could participate in this one. What? So um, we do this with Hallmark movies and horror movies. These are not questions that were on the pod, so these are new just for this segment. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you the title of a Hallmark Christmas movie, and I'm going to give you three plots, and you're going to have to tell me which is real and which is which is the real one. Mm -hmm. Basically, one true three. All right. Uh, you guys can do this. Now, Walt, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but Brian loves a good pun. Oh, yeah. So, I, too, um, I can appreciate a good pun. So just be on the lookout. If you, don't, yeah, yeah. If you hear a pun, chances are Brian came up with this. Yeah. <laughs> Hallmark does have puns. He's getting better at it. Yeah. <laughs> but So this is called Making Spirits Bright. It's a Hallmark movie. An electrician. Hold on. Right. Grace and Tony work at rival whiskey distilleries. While, spirits. while preparing to con oh. making spirits a brewery. It's good. Uh, did I come up with this in Hallmark? Hold on. All right. Grace and Tony work at rival whiskey distilleries. While preparing to compete in their town's big whiskey competition, they discover that the perfect blend may be each other. Perfect That's blend. plot one. Oh plot two, Grace and Tony's families both own competing Christmas light companies. While preparing for their town's annual Christmas lights competition, they begin to fall for each other. The Christmas lights aren't the only thing being turned on this year. Right. Three. Grace and Tony are competing paranormal investigators. After a ghost Spirits. sighting Spirits. at an old school building, Grace and Tony both investigate the sighting. They discover a ghost named Jacob. They must tutor so he can pass an exam which will grant entry to heaven on Christmas. Hopefully, Jacob isn't the only one making the grade. Wow. Three puns. Yeah. You're camouflaging your puns. I found yeah. that's the trick to yeah, make yeah. it a little more difficult. <laughs> make it funny. Uh, it's three. I'm going with the ghost one. The ghost one. That okay. one is so strange, though. Like, that is so. So they've played really a lot. How many what movies do you know does. about competing whiskey distillers? That's, that's the thing. I was like, that that to me said it didn't scream Hallmark. Hallmark right. and whiskey just don't go together. Right. By my opinion. people who do lights makes sense. Yes. That one feels like the most Hallmark. Like he found a funny one. The tagline was lights are the only thing being turned on right. this year. That's also Hallmark very, isn't doing yeah. that. That's too risque. Yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. I feel that that in 2024, 
2024 2023? 2023. Um, it, it, soon. Doesn't mean it's from Hallmark can get, is getting a little bit more risque. Um, you might be right, but I'm going with the ghost one. What do you say? I'm going lights. I'm going lights too. It's the lights. Ah! <laughs> he is always wrong. He's always wrong. <laughs> Ghosts? So, yeah, it's just too weird. It's so insane. For, for Hallmark. It's shake up is shake up Marley. But it's Brian. He likes horror Christmas movies. Yeah. Well, I found one similar. No, I made that up. Yeah. <laughs> so made it up. This is horror, right? Same game, but it's horror. So I do a Christmas horror and Christmas yeah. Hallmark. This is a horror movie called The Advent Calendar. A cop is determined to catch a serial killer that strikes every Christmas, killing one victim a day leading up to December 25th. Two, a paraplegic is given a creepy advent calendar, which causes demons to attack her every time she marks off a day. A paraplegic. Three. Who makes a movie like that? A killer chops his victims up, then stuffs them inside an advent calendar while working at a big box retailer. Can you repeat the first one? A cop is determined to catch a serial killer that strikes every Christmas, killing one victim a day leading up to December 25th. Did you give us the name of the movie? The uh, it's called The Advent, Advent Calendar. Calendar. <laughs> I got to go with the first one. As yeah, do too. I. It's the paraplegic. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what, what year was this made? Uh, like 2020, something like that. It's pretty recent. <laughs> yeah. All right. Is that important to the plot? That I I don't know. I, I didn't see it. Oh, okay. I know it exists. A big wheelchair set piece. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess she's kind of stuck. She can't run away. All right. This is we play other games on the show, but we'll we'll end with this one. This is Christmas junk or Christmas bunk. All right. So you're gonna tell me if this is real or fake. This is just for Walt. In Japan, the traditional Christmas dinner is a bucket of KFC. Is that real or fake? That's real. That is real. Yep. All right. It's also in the airport plaza. We get them too. <laughs> that's the, that's Gannon's traditional Christmas dinner now. <laughs> Gannon's very Japanese. <laughs> All right. Uh, in Wales, people dress up as a skeleton horse and go door to door challenging people to a rap esque rhyming battle. If you win the rap battle, the horse goes away. If you lose the battle, you have to feed the skeleton horse in your house. Is that true? Yeah, is that real uh, or fake? And what's whales? whales? Whales. I can't imagine that whales adopting anything with rap as it making it a tradition. I'm gonna He's say saying rap. It could be just rhyming. rhyming. Yeah. Oh I specifically I specifically say rap-esque. Yeah. I'm gonna say it's false. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yep. Did they refer to it as rapping or did they refer it's to like it as a, rhyming? It's like a rap-esque style rhyming battle. When did this tradition start? They've had it for ever. Centuries. So it really isn't rap related then. It's I think no, it's, it's rhyming. It's, it's rhyming. rhyming. Yeah, yeah. You, you threw a red herring out there with the rap. Rap-esque. Is, yeah. is that not Walt Flanagan rules? You wouldn't word it that way? I wouldn't word it that way uh, unless I wanted the person to get it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, in Italy, there is a witch who brings people presents and candy. La Bufana. Is that real or fake? A witch who brings candy and presents. La Bufana. La Bufana. Uh, so <laughs> two previous ones were true, right? Fucking uh, they were. Yeah. His Italian accents. Always Latin. <laughs> I mean, it's it, it seems like it could possibly be very true. And But do you do three trues in a row? I don't think witches have much to do with Christian belief. 
That's pretty heavy uh, yeah. uh, Christian nation, right? Yeah. Italy, they're, they're, into, they're into Catholic Catholicism over yes. there, right? Pretty heavy still. I would Even in 2023 so. or 2024. Well, Europe is on the decline. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to say it is false. It's true. La Bufana. La Bufana. <laughs> in fact, me, there's like they're doing a movie about her, like uh, or something. But um, I call, I always call her when my wife brings her up, La Bhutan, <laughs> which uh, in Italian means, means, means doesn't whore. that mean the whore? Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. Um. All right. In the small town of Tilt Cove, Canada, raw whale skin is eaten after having been buried in the dirt for several months. Is that real or fake? This is like their Christmas tradition. If that, well, if that were to be true, I mean, we could fucking we could put them as Canada as a third world nation if they're eating <laughs> buried whales. Buried yeah, that, for three months, rotting <laughs> whales. Yeah. Yeah. Canada is full of is founded by British people. Like they're not. <laughs> They're not doing this. They're not Iceland. Yeah. Yeah, they're not. Um, mean, oh, wait. That's a good point. Maybe it's Indians. It could be Indians. Native Canadians? Yes. Uh, whaling? Yeah. When were they going to whale? All, they, the settle, all the settlements were on the coast. They got I mean, canoe. That's I why they had to bury it, because it's a dead whale that washed up on the shore. fucking chase it with some Tim Hortons. I it's mean, raw whale skin. It, skin. It's not even cooked. I don't even no. think you could eat it. I don't think no, it's, I don't think it's a, yeah, it's not even edible. You, could, you would have like you know, botulism <laughs> and all leather. sorts yeah, of like weird. No, I'd say it's fake. It's fake, but it's because it's not done in Canada. Right. It is actually done in Greenland. They do that. They bury... Indians, no yeah, yeah. Danes, no, they bury raw whales and then eat it. Right. All right, this is the last one. For what reason? It's like a delicacy for them. I, I don't know. It's wow. weird. I don't eat. I don't eat seafood. Like fermented so. shark. Is Throw nice. them at a NATO. Yeah. <laughs> fermented shark. Trump. I Trump wanted to buy shark. it and turn yeah. it into a state. He was going to fix that. That would be awesome. <laughs> I would love to have Greenland. Yeah. yeah. All right. I would go there. This is the last one. <laughs> in Guatemala, I'd visit. <laughs> people burn all their garbage and an effigy of the devil in the middle of town. On uh, Christmas? On Christmas. An effigy of the devil? Burning the devil. Mm -hmm. That's probably a heavy garbage. religious country, right? I would think so. Guatemala. Spain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. An effigy of the devil. Are they kicking off Christmas or ending it with a big burning of the devil? Mm. But it's specifically burning garbage. Garbage too, yes. Yeah. I'm going to say it's false, because, but there's some truth to it. Maybe it's not actually burning garbage though, because that's kind of toxic, I would think. Like, you know, yeah. fucking tires and uh -huh. plastics yeah. and shit. You it know is what? real. They burn an effigy of the devil and their garbage and things they don't want. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Man, don't go to Guatemala. And that's uh, that's their like Christmas tradition. To hell with the devil. That's what they say. They throw on their striper, striper. Yeah, <laughs> to bring it full circle. But that's it. That's it that's for the it. episode. Shout, so, shout, little taste shout of people of what they can expect on the Christmas yeah, album. Some of the yeah, games. Give it there's, a shot. there's there's so many more games. You know, you don't know what to do. There's so many games. Yeah. we didn't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's. It's time to rate the movie. Uh, what would you rate this, Steve? Uh, I I was gonna do four. I gave it a five because you know titties. Okay, five. six. And what do you rate it out of, out of ten? Out of ten. ten. Yeah. Four. 
Okay. Wow. I'm a six and a half. It's uh, fine. Are we the nice ones? No, Special. it's. I think it's just fine. It is what it is. Yeah. You know, there's boobies. I'm, I can't complain too much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, but uh, interesting to see. Thank you for joining yeah. us, Walt. Oh, thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much. Yes. Uh, this thank comes you. out uh, Black Friday. Uh, this comes out the Wednesday before Four. Black Friday. Yeah. So, is there anything specifically you would like to pitch as far? Why as is pitch? Black Friday go to and not the next day Thanksgiving? Well, because I'm, I know Walt has something going on Thanksgiving, oh. uh, something going on Black Friday, so I'm kind of. What do we have going on Black Friday here? Yeah, uh, that's why I'm, we're I'm, open on uh, Thanksgiving night from ten to twelve. I'll be here. Okay, uh, <laughs> I can add that. I can add that to the I list. Will be, of, I will be here all day Friday. Uh, I will be here, you know, Thursday night. I'll be here all day Friday until the Jets kick off. What time do they play? They play at five, oh. I think. <clears throat> oh, they play on. Uh, they got the Black Friday game. Oh wow, that's the first year they're doing a Black Friday Black afternoon Friday game, game, right? Yeah. Five five p.m. So. Oh, we could put it on in here. You, you, okay. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. So we're gonna have a hopefully uh, a, a pretty star studded, robust traffic at the general store. On uh, yeah, Frank Five is gonna be here. Okay. First time ever because. He has never been home on on the Thanksgiving holiday. Sunday, Jeff will be around. Whoa, that's uh, a big get. That's the, that's the reaction I'm hoping. Uh, you know, oh, every wow. day, uh, the whole TSD town awes like you just did. Yeah, the the dynamic, exciting energy that Sunday Jeff brings <laughs> will be on display. Be <laughs> no, that's a Tim no. Fans. He has his own. He has his own Black Friday mm-hmm. activities to at Jack's, at Jack's music yeah. and uh, Red Bank. Oh, they're gonna be open. <laughs> he threw me out of there once. Yeah. Really? Yes. Tim, the record store clerk. Yes. Why? What were you doing? I try. I tried to walk in and buy and buy a bunch of records, and I wasn't allowed in because it was they close at five, and it was like four fifty. You had? Did you have your list in hand of the records you were going to buy? Every time I go to the, uh, I love Jack's Music Shop. I think it's a great store. Okay. And this is before I knew who he was. I just he was just a guy who worked there. I show up at four fifty. The so place. Bad. The place closes at. 5 and it's a record store in the 2020s 2010s <laughs> they don't exist and no one buys anything at them every time i'm the last guy that buys cd's every time i walk oh, into it, one of these record stores i'm spending over a hundred dollars this son of a bitch had the audacity <laughs> to not let me come in i was so fucking mad <laughs> and now that i know he's associated with your program i'm dying to run into it <laughs> Did he? Were you well known in this? Uh, at, no. Were you? But did, were you? How you walk, do you turn were you away the a whale customer? That, that, that How do you turn away a customer? In? How do you, as a record store owner employee, turn away how. a customer? Because in this day and age, because all you get is looky loose through that store all day long. As people walk in, be like, "Oh wow, they still sell records. They still make records." And they walk around. They walk around. And they leave. Uh-huh. I think if he knew that you were a guy who dropped cash, you know, probably would have made a difference. But. I, I hear That's a saying. fair point. I hear what you're saying, though, yeah. but like it's. He tried to pull a Julia Roberts. He pulled out a CD and stuck it on the window and said, big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> have you been back since? Yes. Okay. It's, right. I, have no cho- it I have no choice. Gonna, there say, are no other records. I'll, I'll say this. The last, time, the last time we went, he walked around. He picked up a bunch of CDs. He had like six CDs in his hand. He goes, ah, I'm not going to buy anything. And he put them all down. <laughs> I didn't buy anything. You didn't buy a single CD. I don't believe you. There's no way I didn't buy anything. You were there. (laughs) Bury this motherfucker. (laughs) You did a looky loop. Wow. 
We we walked. That's we, the first time that's had, happened no, in you years. Had, you had uh, I think you had two albums in your hand. No, he had like six. Had he had like, a fistful of oh, albums. He I it was only a yeah, oh. he had a fistful of albums, and we were in the store for like maybe half that an was hour, his forty-five minutes. No one was. <laughs> no one was these. None of us were buying anything. Aunt was like picking up all these CDs and stuff. And as we're getting ready to leave, oh, you like, know why? I'm not gonna buy anything because we had down. just spent like over a hundred dollars on lunch, <laughs> and I was like, I just can't do this to myself right now. <laughs> yeah, we had steak dinner, Steve, that yeah, day. Whatever, whatever yeah. you gotta say, <laughs> whatever, whatever you say. But you, saw, you were gonna get it. You saw him, and you're like, you know what? I'll put these down. Oh, he was there. I, I, yeah. was, I was going to say hi to Tim, and as I was going, he, he went away. into like um, I don't think he even saw me because I think Tim would say hi to me. He's a nice guy, but yeah. he's he's definitely not um, super outgoing and friendly. You really have to like you know, get to know him. He's not that kind of guy. But I'm I'm going to see if I can facilitate. Okay, a, <laughs> a private. Shopping hour for you before the store Ooh. opens one day, or you go in <laughs> and you have the store to yourself. Gather twenty CDs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna see if I can make that happen. <laughs> but um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, so Black Friday, big tell them Steve Dave stuff going on yeah, on the yeah. website, exclusive merch, right? Yeah, a hat and a t-shirt. Yeah. Nothing crazy this year. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. No, thanks for having thanks. me. Well, oh, thank, thank you for you. doing this. Thank yes. you for letting us do this in the studio. Oh, like, yeah. No problem. Oh, yeah. Oh, we don't exist without your oh, good graces. My pleasure. Yeah. You can use it anytime you want. I hope that the... the uh, St. Jude's Hospital is flush with cash this year. I'm this thinking, I'm thinking like a million dollars could be a real possibility for that. <laughs> <laughs> we get the other million. It's our cut that's going to St. Jude's. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Th thank you again. Good night, Seriously. everybody. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Uh, guys, Bandcamp.com, go check it out. Christmas album will be up on Black Friday. Uh, on the website, we have exclusive merch with the Christmas album cover. Don your gay apparel. Uh, <laughs> so how did you, real quick, I know you guys want to yeah. get out of here, but how did you decide what numbers to make or is it print on demand? What do you it's mean? It's print on demand. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. No, we, yeah, we don't have a warehouse. Uh, yeah, gotcha. we, yeah. You know what it is? We don't. I, I would love to do more custom stuff, but honestly, we really don't have a way of knowing like yeah. how oh, yeah. interested people are in our stuff. Yep. And like, I'd rather just not have to hold on to stuff, you know? Gotcha. So oh, yeah, smart. It makes yeah. it easier. Well, while we're but smart, it definitely, it hurts the margins, you know? Yeah. Cause from, oh, yeah. like from every shirt, it's not like we really make anything, yeah. <laughs> but you Best know. Best of luck. Yeah, thank you. thank you. Shirts, hats, and hoodies. It's all on reviewinghistorypod.com. The album's on Bandcamp. Thank you all for listening and or watching. Like, subscribe on YouTube. Follow the show. Rate it on Apple iTunes. Have a happy Thanksgiving if you're American. If you're not, enjoy your Thursday. If you're not, why aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you all so much. Have a great day. See you next time. Bye.
P-Man. I am the P-Man.